River and drown the whole world. Happy Friday, everybody! Good morning. Today is going to be a party. Um, and a half. I sent the links to everyone today, y'all. I've got everything I need to be Joe Rogan right here. Okay, I've got. First of all, I've got a cup of butter coffee. I put a lot of butter in it, so. I can I, almost taste the butter today. I chose not to have butter in my coffee this morning because I had a lot of butter last night because Erin brought home a pecan pie. And Ooh. here's the kicker. She doesn't like pecan pie. She had to make it for school, but she made like a bunch of different pies, but the one that like mm -hmm. everyone, everyone brought home pies and she got stuck with the pecan. So she had like a slice of it. She, she doesn't mind it. It's not like she hates it. She had a slice of it. She's like, okay, all right, the rest is yours. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> so you were I, in a very fortunate position there yes 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 i had i had a good problem i thankfully did not finish it but i'm just I'm, I'm eating right out of the pie tray now i just have a fork in the pie tray and foil over it and i just like as i walk in the kitchen have a scoop of pie go about my day come back to the kitchen scoop of pie go about my day just 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 a non-stop eating of the pie so i've got the butter coffee i've got the elk meat right here we're gonna have elk meat today and I've got this joint that I'm going to go smoke outside in a few minutes once we get everything situated. Wow, you're prepared. I'm prepared. Like, I came prepared to, like, be Joe Rogan today. I want to be him. Um, but first, I found this great video of uh, a, a Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro parody that we can watch before. Oh, my God. I wish these ads would stop while I'm trying to just load this video. Yeah, Joseph, that's why I'm working out so hard every morning so I can stay the same weight. Like, I'm not working out to lose weight anymore. I'm working out to maintain. Oh, my God, my computer is so slow this morning. I'm going to die. Okay, so here we go. Here's a good video to get the day started. Oh, friends, this episode of the podcast brought to you. Oh, God, it's not even working. Sorry. You want me to do it? My computer is a mess. Let's well, see if it's well, loaded now. Want me to do it? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the motherfucking Cash App. Also brought to you by the motherfucking Spirit Molecule. Ben Shapiro, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Ben? You look skinny. Yeah, thanks, sir. I've been running away from my kids a lot. Elk meat. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Sorry, I was just trying to set the record for the fastest amount of time I've ever brought elk meat into a conversation. <laughs> You ever tried elk meat? Mm, I've never actually had elk, but if it's kosher, I'll, I'll try it. What about DMT? No, not particularly, but if it's kosher DMT, I, I, I'd probably try it. Hey, Jamie, <laughs> find out where we can get some kosher DMT. <laughs> so can I ask you a question? Mm. Where do you get your gold? Because mm. at cashforgold.com, you can get 25% off your first purchase using your code BEN. Are you reading your podcast ads on my podcast? Well, Joe, facts don't care about your feelings. Because at dailywire.com, we have a syndicated radio show. So that's where we just kind of most get my... Whoa. Yeah, that's where we get most of our... Dailywire.com, yes, that's 25% off uh, code BEN. That's 25% off ca uh, cash tag BEN. That's 25% off slash BEN, cashforgold.com slash BEN. Let me ask you this. How did you learn to speak a thousand words per minute? Can we find the middle ground? Yeah, sure. We can find the middle ground. But as long as you're standing on the middle ground, just know that you're on the wrong ground. Because <laughs> the right ground is the ground I'm standing on. Mm. Would you be willing to meet in the middle? Yeah, sure. We can meet in the middle. But uh, I'm not going to stay for very long because it's not the right place to be. The right place to be is actually where I'm standing. And it's also the place you can get 25% off your first purchase at cashforgold.com. I feel like maybe we just need to invest into our communities. You know, build some after-school programs, affordable therapy, affordable jujitsu classes. 
Maybe give every kid under the age of 12 a bow and arrow and have them go into the forest and not come back until they've killed a moose. Seriously, I would give my kids a gun before I gave them a smartphone. Seriously, they're going to be making pipe bombs in their treehouse before they're watching porn. Sure, <laughs> porn is dangerous. Yeah, so Joe, the fact is that I have an opinion and you have an opinion and one of us is right and that person is me. I don't know, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> People out there like fucking... <laughs> When it comes to Colin Kaepernick, Joe, it's not the fact that he's kneeling for the flag. Okay, it's the fact that when he stands up, he's a terrible quarterback. Okay, I don't support terrible quarterbacks. I don't follow football. There aren't enough heel hooks. Hey, Jamie, pull up that video of Colin Kaepernick so we can see what happens when Ben Shapiro realizes he's wrong. Yeah, so it looks like based on this video I found of Colin Kaepernick, Ben Shapiro is completely wrong. Well, Jamie, okay, facts don't care about your feelings. Okay, I have feelings, and, and you say you have facts, but you, they're not, you know, you know cashforgold.com slash Ben. All right, Ben, thanks for coming through. Anything else? Joe, have you ever had to clean house? I'm not talking about a housekeeper. I'm talking about just cleaning house. Just get Jeez, I love how well that these these two uh, really encapsulate the, the characters. Yeah, I also got some serious Ben flashbacks. I remember when he used to sponsor. First off, the sponsors should be happy because they just got like legit call outs. Because I know, well, not Cash for Gold because that's a fake one that South Park did. But I know that Ben Shapiro has a, a sponsor that's like, gold hedging like you, you want to hedge your investments with gold as as um to, to to protect you from recessions and then he also has a a man crate and i just remember him reading off the man crate man app. crate and the the point of man crate was like send people like hyper masculine gifts and it's just ben shapiro and his hyper masculine voice doing hyper masculine <laughs> things telling you to buy these man crates for your hyper masculine friends and man i don't know about crate. anyone else in this chat but when i think of hyper masculine I go right to Ben Shapiro. Oh, right to Ben. Absolutely. Right to Ben. Absolutely. I mean, it's, he, he's not the middle ground. He's the right ground. He's the hyper-masculine ground. Yeah. Well, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a drunk Ben Shapiro video coming out next week that I filmed yesterday. I just looked up a bunch of videos of Ben Shapiro talking about the LGBT community. I slowed them down to half speed. So now Ben Shapiro is all like, I don't like gay marriage. It doesn't benefit society. <laughs> it sounds great. Man, good old Ben. I remember listening to his podcast in grad school and thinking to myself, man, this guy's not that dangerous. And then he was like, oh yeah, hold my beer. I remember two days ago when I was listening to a Ben Shapiro audiobook while walking to the dispensary and I felt like I was a frat boy once again. Dude. Sometimes you just got a frat boy out. And mm -hmm. I mean, you're either going to streak across the quad or if you're in quarantine, you're going to listen to Ben Shapiro. So y'all, our first guest has arrived. Gail is here. Oh, this is a multi-guest show. I forgot. Man, whose yeah. idea was it to get stoned on? I, I just, when I get stoned, I just want to like listen to audiobooks and play video games. Did like you, that, that's, that's my stoner that self. Did you have an edible? Did you have an enema? No, not. <laughs> <laughs> One of us had something, and I'm on the right side, and you're on the middle ground, and I'm right. With my well, super Gail is here. Hair. Hold up. I'm going to go outside so I can start smoking. Um, I'll just but talk I'm, to Gail. I'm going to bring Gail on. Okay, great. <laughs> Gail's here. What's up, Gail? Hey. Up, Gail? We're going to play Never Have I Ever While Savvy Smokes. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, I'm gonna join from outside. I just gotta join the stream on my phone. I'll be right there. Like I'll oh, leave it, y'all. I'll be there in a second. I'll be right back, everybody. 
You know, it's a drug problem when you have to leave work to do it. Savvy. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, goodness. How well, are you, Gail? Great. I'm good. I am tired but caffeinated, so that's kind of like being high, so I think I'm set up for success. <laughs> Did you put butter in your coffee? No, I didn't. Oh, it's I know. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I mean, it is a holiday. It's Joe Rogan week. Do you go through Christmas without a single decoration, too? Uh, no, but you know what? I did beat the sun up. You beat so the sun up. I did beat the sun up. So Wow. So do you think that Grand's like, obsession with money is hy hypersexual, too? Um... Yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. There's, man, there's just a lot of people who are horny for capitalism. There's there. so much horniness for capitalism, and <laughs> it, it really, it, it makes you think, you know, like this. We we have such a monogamous-based society, but when it comes to money, it's just like fuck everyone over for it. Oh my god, no. I mean, and I'm well, and I'm uh, so I'm a musician, and uh, so like there's like a whole like the 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 gurus and the coaches and the stuff in the music world is its own like thing because it's like you know are you tired of the starving artist mindset you should invest in yourself by investing in my course yeah kind of thing and i'm just like yes and sometimes it's worth it when it's like audio production and like other things and sometimes it's like okay and my mind is set like it's set it's here it's great what else do you have for me <laughs> you know? man so we went from artists should get paid to for their work to artists should work for free to artists should pay to get, like get their works like man yeah. our art has really taken a wild spin i, yeah. I mean I, I remember when it was a big i remember when katie perry had to pay to play at the super bowl mm. and um in dc when i was like hanging out at some of the local clubs there and seeing how things get done there were a lot of play to pay shows and the, like the clubs there as well um and i really I know this is completely different than that coaching and guru thing, mm -hmm. but the idea of, of putting creativity behind a paywall mm -hmm. uh, like like that, it, it, it really always irked me the wrong way. There was this one club, it was like called the 8x10 Club in Baltimore, which I always loved because it was, it was pretty straightforward. It was, you got a handful of tickets, you made 50% of what you sold, you got, a, you got a percentage of the bar, and they treated you like you were a rock star for the night. They gave you a rider, they gave you, uh, all, they met all of your needs, and they really were a fantastic stepping stone for people in Baltimore that wanted to mm -hmm. become legitimate artists. And I compared that to what I saw around D.C. Thankfully, New Orleans is different. New Orleans just loves to take care of its own. But D.C. really just wanted to fuck younger musicians over. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a whole thing. Well, and I'm also in the theater world as well, so it's like <laughs> I have so many notes. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, uh, just so um, I am in. So I'm in the Chicago theater scene. Okay. And uh, and the good thing about Chicago is that it's really easy to start a theater company. The bad thing about Chicago is that it's really easy to start a theater company. <laughs> Like, so there's a lot of people who start independent projects and like all of that. And, uh, and part of my, uh, what I studied was theater management. And so I'm always just like, ah, I see you, I see what you're doing. And I have so many notes, but no one's paying me to, to, to tell you what my notes are. So I'm not going to worry about that. Anyway, I am rambling. Uh, <laughs> and here we are. Hi, Savvy. Hey friends, am I, are you guys can see and hear me okay? Yes. Yeah, we can. I mean, we, we like rambling too. So I want to hear yeah. more about the Chicago uh, theater scene. Uh, cause as far as Chicago theater is concerned, I'm just going to say I only know Second City, which <laughs> I know is probably the most famous. But... Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like I'll, I've, I've music directed at, I'm just like just slowly ex doing exposition as I talk, aren't I? Anyway. Um, but I, I like exposition, <laughs> but I music, I music direct, uh, for like some like training center shows and stuff like that. But like, if you say, Oh, I have a show at second city tonight, people are like, bro. And I'm like, it's the training center. Like <laughs> it's a student show. But there's that, that weight to it. Um, but no, um, the, the, the hello, hello, the fuck is this? Sure here too. <laughs> awesome party time, y'all. Party time. Um, <laughs> I love friend. that. I love that dress. Um, <laughs> but no, anyway, uh, it's the long story short of it is there's uh because there's a culture of being able to put up your own work it's great but then there's often a lot of actors who start theater companies because they want to put up their own work and uh they don't necessarily know how to run things and it's all a journey like i believe in learning how to run things by doing things and that's like a thing i also do but it's a beautiful study in management that happens what do you think? Okay, so so what are the scams essentially selling to these troops and these creatives? And what do you think the best? And what do you think the best counter to it is? Um, personally, I would say the best counter is some entrepreneurial uh, education for the creative types who all say claim to not be salesmen, mm -hmm. but then they want to sell their books, their movies, and their yeah. music. Uh, I, I think that you got to have some background in that. Uh, what do you What do you think? Uh, so I think that uh, there seems to be a lot of courses as far as on the music end of things uh there seems to be a lot of courses on how to promote stuff and a lot of like uh just jump through all these hoops and i have this perfect system in order to you know beat you know to to market yourself and don't you want to beat this freelance hustle and yada 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 but it's always like but there's always like secrets behind the paywall and um i'm and i get trapped because i um and, and this is sort of how I went down Savvy's rabbit hole, uh, because I realized that I have a bit of a course addiction where it's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this marketing thing, or I'm going to learn how to market, or I'm going to learn this, and this is going to solve all my problems. But it's like, I'm, and now I'm to a point where I'm like, or I can work on the music and then tell people about the music and then keep living my life and things will organically grow and I'll figure it out over time. I think you touched on something really important there too of um, not enough, like way too much focus on what happens when you get successful and not enough focus on the actual creative project itself. One mm -hmm. of uh, my and Savvy's mutual friends, A.G. McDonald, uh, he actually interviewed someone for his podcast that was talking about how he used to be sort of worried about growing his presence online. He makes comics. Um, and then he did this project where he did, instead of focusing on growing his online presence, he just did one illustration a day and published it on Instagram and just paid mm -hmm. no attention to it. And after 150 days, which I know sounds like a long time to people that want to be famous yesterday, but after 150 days, he finally had one that blew up and his Instagram following took off from there. So I do think that a focus on and this goes back to both Atomic Habits and Essentialism. So the two books that I have been hawking on everyone listening, but I sp specifically yeah. Essentialism. I'm going to stick to that because Rachel Hollis told us to read that, um, which said you should only focus on one or two things and uh, grow a mile in those directions instead of trying to gain an inch in a million different things. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Yeah, that's on, on YouTube. I was struggling to grow on YouTube for a while. Then I focused on hating Rachel Hollis's books. <laughs> Just like she suggested one thing. And then when she got divorced, my channel blew up. So Savvy smoke. I'm trying to take a screenshot because you look so cool. You look like eight months. <laughs> okay, you ready? Go ahead. I, I already took one. I ran away. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and that I mean, and I, I definitely that that uh, that actually has been a useful part of of the pandemic has been like, okay, well, live shows are done or not happening, um, so I don't I'm not pulled in a million different directions for you know for theater gigs. What do I actually want to work on? And then I recorded an album during a pandemic so like focusing is good <laughs> i remember so gail emailed me right i'm outside so i can't pull things up right now uh, -huh. uh jamie over here has to pull it up pull it up jamie i didn't send you a link <laughs> so you're gonna have to just figure it out yourself jamie. you're talking to your avatar right <laughs> <laughs> what's it like having two faces on the screen Devs? Um, but Gail emailed me a while back that she she was like, I want to share this song that I made with you. And it was this cute dog song. It's so cute. It had all these cute dogs in it. And it's just like her walking through Chicago and all of these cute dogs in Chicago. It was just like the perfect thing for me when I saw it. I was like, oh, my God, you just like we're on we're on the same wavelength. I just dropped it in the private chat. But yeah, that's. Oh, that, you did. OK. Yeah. yeah. Um. Great. But yeah, I love that song so much, and it's 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 like the the variety number um, in in my album. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I had my friends all. Um, it got a lot of plays because I I crowdsourced dogs. I had my friends send me videos of their dogs, and then I got to edit it together, and that was the best editing project. So. <laughs> yeah, all those dogs, dude. It was <laughs> all those dogs were so cute. <laughs> she put the link in the private chat. Yeah, I, I have it ready, but I. When I pull it up, you still have, since you're still running the show, you're going to have to. Oh, for uh, real? Okay, wait. I think I can do this from my phone. Let me see if I can do this. Yes, I can. Add to stream. There it is. Now, if you wanted this to really blow up, you should have tagged Dogecoin in it. <laughs> anyway, I said, help these dogs get to the moon. Oh <laughs> it's. I love this song so much. So cute. Thank you. Yeah. Oh man. Walking outside on a gray day, there's no spring in my step. Seems like the world has gone insane. Hard to have any hope left. But I slow down my pace Cause there's something adorable in my face Oh, I saw a dog today oh, Yes, yes, I saw a dog <laughs> so today And he was a pug and he was wearing an R2-D2 sweater And everything's okay <laughs> My day goes on and I'm feeling much better as time goes by. But as I walk, clouds start to gather in the sky. And I am soaked in the downpour. This is ruining my day. But next to me, there's a puppy. You frightening the way. on my leg and I don't care that I have a muddy paw print on my leg now because he was so cute and everything's oh. okay 
Why think about the future? Why get trapped in the past? When there's so much joy right here. You might see a corgi with the cutest ears and all the junk disappears. Oh, I saw a dog today, an existential dread healing dog today. And he had a really stubby tail too. And everything's okay. Everybody! Last name's Gallagher, and you're in Chicago. Yes, but I'm from Iowa, so like that's a whole thing. But but how, how many times have you gotten that joke? Yeah, that's the new joke. We've that's moved the new on. Joke. That's the new joke. We've moved on from watermelons, uh, and now and now we're 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 in shameless jokes, and then um, you know, and eventually there will be another Gallagher joke, and that's just the life that I live. Um. <laughs> well, I, I love the song. I didn't mean to get distracted yeah. by the name. No worries. Um, yeah, the song you. is so cute. I, lo I love what Cher is saying down here, which is I meet my neighbors through their dogs, which is me too, dude. I have so many neighbors that I've lived by for the past four or five years, and I know their dog, and I'm friends with their dog, and but I don't know their name. Yeah. And it's a problem because now I've known them for too long to ask. So I have too many neighbors that I can't ask their name because I should know at this point, but I just know their dog's name. So I just kind of play with the dog and catch up with the neighbors and none of us know each other's name. Yeah, no, I've definitely, I've definitely had that, that experience. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so I have to say with that, with that video, like, uh, yeah, so three of those dogs were like all with the same family. They were like the, 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 the community theater family of dogs. Like it was Aww. so great because one musician friend was like, here's my dog and here's my grand dog and here's my other grand dog. And like, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it was so great. Um, but yeah. Yay. Thanks for showing sweet. that. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I, I, could, I love I could, that video. It was so happy. It made me feel so good. I love those dogs. I could hear the musical theater background in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, you, you definitely were skipping across the stage with that music. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing. So my, my, I say what I do is, is musical theater, folk rock, or like if Joni Mitchell, Tori Amos and Amanda Palmer wrote a musical together, that's, that's sort of my, my pitch. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I love that you brought up Tony Mitchell because she's one of my favorites and she just came up in the book I'm reading right now okay. about how what she did with her career was brilliant because she kept basically about like every decade she would come out with a completely different sound which did not satisfy her fans like they would get angry with her for changing her sound but it's how she has solidified herself as a legend because she was able to just grow a new sound and keep changing as opposed to relying on the old hits every decade mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's important. No, for sure. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's been, a, it's, it's, it's like, I'm, I've been writing original stuff for about like four years and now it's like, uh, well, and, and working on other projects longer, but like, I'm definitely coming like into like, like this, I just wrote a bunch of songs that are more like comedic. And so it's like, okay, cool. We're done. We're getting out of like the, the deep fields and now we're getting into more sassy stuff and like, that's cool. Let's just see where this is going. So, Do you yeah. think there's a void in humor? Because I'm going to reference AG again, and he did not sponsor this stream whatsoever, I promise. <laughs> he just has fantastic interviews. And he was interviewing, I'm blanking on the author's name, but y'all should check out his podcast. Um, and I forgot the name of the podcast, but he was interviewing this author from Angry Robot, which is a small press in Australia. And the author was talking about how there's a massive void in humor literature because people who want to publish, they want to write like the next serious book or the next like, you know, fantasy book that, that generates this huge fan base and it's left this massive void in humor. And part of the reason why there's a massive void in humor is something's either funny or it's not. If, if something's serious, it can suck, but you can still get something out of it. If something's funny and you don't laugh, it's just a failure. Mm -hmm. So do you yeah, see a similar a lot of thing sense. with music? Do you, do you see a void in humor as music? Um, I I don't know if I can answer that because I because I have a lot of uh, friends who are in the comedy scene. So like I a lot of uh, I know a lot of co comedy songwriters. So I am biased that way. But I do think there there can be a like I I've found in in my experience uh, because I do a mix of both. Uh, sometimes people are all like, "Wait, that one wasn't funny," and then like I get really <laughs> what the fuck defensive. is this? Like, like my first. That's so no, rude. I, yeah, no, my first single that I put out uh, was my song "Giverny," which is like a sad ballad about my mom passing and grief and things, and like, but it needed to be my first single to go out, and I probably could have been louder in the promo about what the the song was. Uh, but then people were like, that wasn't funny. I, why, you're, you're like a Garfunkel and Oates. And like, I'm like, I love Garfunkel and Oates though. <laughs> yeah. Stop referencing musicians. We all love. I know. Okay. And I, it's like, yes, I love Garfunkel and Oates too, but I've also allowed to have other feelings is the oh, thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, did, did anyone awkwardly force a laugh at your incredibly serious ballad? Like, is this funny? Should I laugh? Ha, 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 ha. No, but I did have, I did have one time when I was playing it in a wild there in the wild, there was a drunk guy. I was like, this song's about my mom. And there was a drunk guy who went, yay mobs. And the, and or was like, woo. And was like, was like, I don't know, like feeling it in himself. And like the bartender who like knew my stuff was like, <laughs> don't <laughs> like this is we don't do that right now <laughs> all right guys i'm heading back anyway. inside i'll see you in a moment um okay yeah that goes back to the whole probably listen before you speak advice because then you don't make a fool of yourself at a bar yeah right but i mean and 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 but but a lot of my stuff is like sort of middle middle of the road and like ex exploring these different themes and things. Uh, did Savvy tell you that I wrote a song loosely inspired by uh, deep diving on all of her stuff? Assume I know nothing about you except for what has happened on the stream. Okay, great. Hi. Um <laughs> Hi. Hi, Gallagher. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so I so I recently did a February album writing month, which is writing 14 songs in 28 days. And the first song that came out is the song called Bright Side, which I am prepared to sing uh, when whenever you guys want that to happen. Always. Uh, but I also want to talk about February album writing month because I yes. love that. I love that every like create like I wonder if there's a make a film in 30 days month because we know Probably. we know NaNoWriMo is a thing. We know we know I now know about a music month. Oh, yeah. So February Album Writing Month is, yeah, it's an annual challenge to write 14 songs in 28 days. The community around it is amazing. It's got, like, its own website that it's its own, like, social media platform for songwriters, pretty much. And it's like summer camp, except in the middle of February and everybody's writing songs. Uh, but it is, it is my favorite thing. And... Uh, and yeah, and I, I always have like so many different discoveries from it. Um, and yeah, and then this round, it was a lot more like comedy songs and stuff like that. And um, just just different things. It was like, oh, okay, I've been in this pandemic long enough that I can actually write about what being in a pandemic feels like. Uh, <laughs> was, was also sort of what was happening. Like <laughs> one, one of the many things me and my boyfriend are trying to do is are trying to write some rap songs. <laughs> He's already starting to make like the beats and stuff. <laughs> Your boyfriend's like, I don't even want to say a jack. He's like a king of all trades or an ace of He's all also, trades he, or a queen of all trades. He's a good e-girl too. Like he's a he, queen of all trades too. <laughs> he's, he's trying to he's trying to chase those. Uh, you were talking about how you want a Bitcoin billionaire. My boyfriend, <laughs> my boyfriend's looking at uh, you, the NFT, like the arts, the coins or whatever. He wants to be an NF trillionaire. What? Well, yeah, he wants to make the. Uh, you can sell these art NFT art, and people pay stupid money for stuff. They're like, huge. They were on ESPN yesterday because they're replacing basketball cards. Yeah, so he's he's working on learning how to do these like pixel art things, and he's trying to come up with this whole like storyline and stuff to make them more marketable. <laughs> Maybe he should team up with Savvy, and Savvy can have a uh, an NFT Forever Home Friends book. Love it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because he keeps talking about how he wants to do his own thing. He doesn't want to work, you know, for anybody else. Yeah. And I'm like, well, he's like, baby, baby, baby. He's like, I could make money from this. I'm like, he's like, it'd be nice if I could make like $100,000. I was like, baby, if you made that, I won't say nothing about you quitting your job. <laughs> So Fair he's going to be someone, he sounds like someone who can like perform, I don't know, an emergency, what's it called, tracheotomy, and also <laughs> make meth in a bathtub, bathtub. Like he sounds like he can do both of those, like Breaking uh, Bad and no, Crazy no, Anatomy. Uh, not meth in a bathtub, it's DMT on my kitchen stove. Get it right. Got it. <laughs> Either way, he sounds like he and, could be uh, chief of surgery and drug kingpin and in And not afternoon. so much surgery, but he did uh, make himself a new denture. So I, I was joking, and you There's were a like, mold of his ah, teeth. it's real. There's a mold of his teeth on my bathroom bookshelf. That's pretty amazing, dude. That's pretty yeah. great. What is the critter behind you? I see a critter. Oh, that's a rat. He's okay. uh, aggro as fuck. I can't pick him up. If I put my hand anywhere near his cage, he'll try to bite me. He's oh. so cute, though. <laughs> I know, he's fucking adorable. And he's, he's so old cute. As, he's old as fuck now. He's like two and a half years old. Mm. He oh, had a brother who died within a month of me getting them, and after Aww. his little brother died, he became more aggressive. Like, I just think he was too old to be like hand tamed. I don't know. I tried so many times. <laughs> My boyfriend tried and learned the hard way while he was on acid when the rat took a chunk out of his finger. 
Hold up. <laughs> yeah, that was uh I'm like, uh baby, you're bleeding. He goes, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but my blood is talking to me. <laughs> no, he wasn't quite that fucked up anymore. It was in the wind down time. He was just like so out of it. He just didn't realize how bad it was until he's like, oh yeah, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I feel like rats don't get to be old unless they have a healthy dose of paranoia. Because I assume they see the world as like everyone it wants to eat me. It has to be me. that. Like, he's just aggressive towards everything. Doogie put her tail by the cage earlier and he went to go munch on her tail. Well, he knows that he's safe in that cage. He can pick fights with as big of animals as he wants from behind those bars. I've seen them, like, boop noses with each other and stuff, too, though. So, I mean, they're, they're usually in cahoots. I just think you got mad. Maybe he's Master Splinter and he's trying to teach your cat karate. <laughs> and he's like, make this work so much better with turtles. I, I don't need Doogie to be any more skilled than she already is. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's you just accidentally adopted two grandmasters and he's trying to teach your cat karate and your cat's like, no, my grandmaster taught me a completely different way. I, uh, Doogie, I always describe her as being uh, not understanding why she exists and she has to keep screaming to justify her own existence. That's real. So, constant pain. <laughs> Logan's the ultimate beta. He's just good with anything. He's not, it's like, it's funny. When I adopted him, the SPCA, they were like, and don't forget, it's important to establish that alpha-omega relationship or else he'll feel incredibly confused on where he stands in your life. And I'm just like, but he's neither of those. He's like <laughs> anything after beta. Like, he's, he's, he's still in, yeah. <laughs> he's submissive to the submissives. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, then my cat Pickles is pretty calm, usually, as long as you don't piss her Not off. Not too, he's barking mm. in the background, like. He's like, acknowledge me, senpai. <laughs> you can come in here anytime, buddy. <laughs> so, so Gail, you're you you said that you have a background in management and music, and then you, you said theater as well. Yeah. So, by uh, I studied theater performance and theater management, and then I sort of pivoted to music after college. But yeah, is that is that a common direction for uh, for for the theater types? Because I feel like a lot of y'all. I don't mm -hmm. want to say all. I feel like Chewy, there's, a, there's a decent population that are Everyone classically trained to, to, to perform Aww. music. Chewie, you mm. want a piece of elk uh, So, So is, is that a common direction <laughs> just to, to, to find income after? Uh, um, so studying? so uh, to to work in the field after you after you study it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, real oh, with theater. Um, you know, it it sort of depends. I think I think the, the key is uh, a lot of it is networking, right place, right time. And a lot of it is um, like I plugged in more with like the educational scene as well. Like I, I uh, do, I, I do a lot of things. You can make a living doing it if you do a lot of things. So I uh, will teach, I teach one-on-one -on -one piano lessons. I also teach um, like improv and theater classes through the park district. Um, I am like, yeah, I, I I I cobble a lot of things together to 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 make it all work. But the long and short of it, as far as people uh, working in their field after or working in theater afterwards, it really yeah, a lot of it a lot of it is knowing how to do multiple things. Um, and what I value about the theater management side of my degree is so much of it was based in um, hands-on learning and like you have to do four projects in directing and theater management and you uh, learn by doing the thing, you know, and then you meet with your advisor and your advisor helps you out and sort of coaches you along. 
but you you learn from there and that sort of has informed as i as i go through my career and i start like producing different things and like during the pandemic doing um open mics on instagram and you know facebook live and whatever uh and finding all these places where it's like i can it's so easy to put up a show in in pandemic life and like collaborate with artists all over and stuff like that and that has been a way to sort of tap back into that that theater management uh degree and be like oh i'm just learning how to do the things by doing them so i I value yeah i kind of miss i used to do open mics in chicago Mm. a couple years ago um back like right when i was you know 22 or so i decided like i want to just give stand-up comedy a shot just for fun same so (laughs) okay cool yeah i thought it'd be fun it was fun uh and i would go to like a ton of open mics i did them at a bunch of bars i did them at like a bunch of places and it was a great time uh but it was also, um, it was just a lot. Like every every bar has like, like there's like an open mic. Uh, there's like, you know, 10 of them a night everywhere you go. You can go Ooh. all around the city. Mm-hmm. And then there's like everyone in the north side of Chicago wants to do stand-up comedy, it turns out. So mm-hmm. every time you go to one of them, you're like 30th in line to do to perform because <laughs> you don't like uh, and it's it was a, it's a lot of fun but it was like oh every time i'd go up to perform you know nobody would be laughing anymore because everyone had just watched like 30 other people or sometimes i would get laughs which was fun i had a good time overall but i i stopped doing it because i was like i can i can reach more people on youtube and that kind of thing i get more laughs being a smart ass in real life <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep there were some some shows I did where where I got a good response and that would be fun. Cuz my I'm too, I'm too anxious yeah. for like on stage stuff. I'm I'd be like Ooh. I I loved going on stage. It was really fun. Um but it didn't really I wasn't going to go anywhere with it cuz it you're, was You're much more yeah. extroverted though. I'm yeah. totally like That's why I said I'm a, I'm a cat in human skin. I'm cool like just being under my covers all snuggly wiggly. <laughs> Savvy, do you re- remember like what the demographics of those laughs were like? Because that sounds like a fascinating study of who finds you funny. Like oh. it, it- <laughs> that is a fascinating. I'm not sure actually. I mean, generally every open mic was the most laughs came from people who went in the first two hours because mm-hmm. people got a little bit like numb to jokes after a little while, just in general. Um, so I think it, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the demographics were. Also, generally, you couldn't really see the audience that much because they were dark and you were light on the stage. So mm-hmm. I don't really know, unfortunately. I'm just picturing you up on stage. and I mean, basically, you're on stage now on YouTube. I don't know. You you own any microphone that's thrown your way. I, th- oh, I think that's one of your skills. That. I appreciate no that. I appreciate that. I got a good one. I remember when I was in community... Actually, Facebook memories remind me of this. <laughs> I was in community college like six years ago, whatever it was. And I had this teacher, he liked to go on and on and on, but not about the classwork. No, he just talked about his own life stories about when he was a kid, you know, throwing newspapers for a nickel, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Tell the same stories over and over. <laughs> one day he's like leaning up on the desk going on and on and on. And he starts to fall over, <laughs> but he catches himself. He's like, He's like, what would you guys done if I would have fall? Not I'm smart ass me. I'm like, call life alert. 
Life alert! <laughs> Everyone in the class was like, no, fuck, she just said that! <laughs> Dude, your professor is relatable. That's me. I just go up and I just start talking about whatever's in my head and then I fall over all the time. We, That's like absolutely a, me every moment of my we'd life. We have like a writing assignment, but here's the thing. The teacher would tell like the same story so many times. I was like, oh, he's telling this story again? Okay, I can sleep. <laughs> he sounds great, dude. That's so long ago. Yeah, I think, I I think he and I easy. would we're be on the same wavelength. I follow he was for an just... easy teacher. I didn't show up to like half the classes and I still gotta be. I mean, I'm decent at writing. But yeah. still, <laughs> I obviously didn't lose much for attendance. If, you, if anyone ever goes on a walk with me, you'll find that I fall over just walking forward all the time. And it's because uh, my my hips are on an extreme angle. So my oh, legs I, don't I'm hit the clumsy. ground at the same point. <laughs> yeah, but it happens a lot. Sometimes I'll just like randomly trip and Tyler will be like, what did you just trip on? Like, Nothing. My legs just don't reach the ground at the same height so I, I end up i end up stumbling in random just randomly walking i do that or there was this one time my mom and my stepdad were having a conversation my mom said she slipped on a pine cone and my stepdad's like who slips on a pine cone i'm like me nothing wrong with slipping on a pine cone dude I, I said, on a pine my, cone. Mom, my mom always looks at me and goes yeah i'm sorry for that you got my my clumsiness Gail, I'm looking at your background and I see a guitar too. How many instruments do you play? Um, piano is the one I play well. Guitar, I uh, I can I can like do like a basic like Beatles song stuff like that. Um, I also have a a bunch of like weird haunted instruments. Ooh. I have a what well, do you mean by haunted? I have a toy piano and a cat keyboard. The cat keyboard needs new batteries, but I will I can show it to you. Yes, I want to see the cat keyboard. Yay! <laughs> Dude, thinking. I need to take music lessons from Gail. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Yeah, so it's it's cat keyboard, it does meow sound effects, its batteries are dead right now, otherwise it would have been like center screen. Um I have uh, this thing. Um so We have a whole soundboard thing over here. Yeah, <laughs> I have too many toys. Like, this is... I know, I absolutely love this. I think this is fantastic. This is called a crown of thorns, and um, I don't know where the mallet went, but... But, um, and it does have an amp to it, but it's basically like a funky kalimba situation, so, like, you can hit it with mallets, you can also bow it, and um, it's through a company called... Uh, uh, Kaiser Electrical Instruments um, in Duluth. And actually, okay, so there's this thing... This is this is me just info dumping. Here we go. Uh, no, there's this thing. <laughs> info dump. We love info Please dump. Please info dump. Yes. Boom. All right. Excuse me while I take a dump. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> there's there's a um, annual uh, thing called the uh, the experimental sound garage sale, which is uh, they do it in like up on like Ravenswood and. Bryn Mawr. I'm pointing like it's over there. It's like there. Um, but uh, but uh, at like Ravenswood and Bryn Mawr in Chicago. And basically it's like, it's exactly what it sounds. It's like a garage sale, except with weird modded instruments. And so there's like a collection of like weird stuff like this, where it's custom made. There's a lot of like modified speaking spells and other oh, creepy God. instruments. Uh, when does this happen? Because I absolutely need to go to this. Um, In September, typically. 
Um, yeah, uh, and uh, they have a they have a Facebook page up, so you can get updates on that. But it's it's spectacular, and there's usually like performances and like snacks and things and you just like I went there with a friend of mine who's a Foley artist and uh we just like we're just in awe of all of it um but yeah it's just weird modded instruments and that's where I got this um yeah so. I love it Gail, this is if, the closest oh, drum or sorry <laughs> no sorry I was just gonna ask Gail if I were to take piano lessons from you where, which part of the city do you teach them and like where do you host them well right now on the internet um Mm -hmm. but i also uh can travel to to people um or i when things open up again i'd be open to having people come to me but like i think adult students can come to me i don't want don't want kids in in your apartment yeah that's fair fair. Um, because i'll I'll take piano lessons from you i used to play the piano as a kid and yeah i my piano teacher ended up being a sex offender it was a whole thing so i saw going back to not wanting people in your apartment (laughs) So I, uh, I, I, I stopped taking piano lessons and I, you know, then I learned to play the bassoon and uh-huh. I loved that. And then I played the saxophone for eight years and I just haven't played any instruments uh, since college. So it's been like six years since I've played anything now, but oh I'm like, I'll, I could learn the piano again. If I, if I knew how to play it 20 years ago, maybe I can learn how to play it again now. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm up in Rogers Park, so we're like, yeah. So we're very close. We're like basically neighbors. Yeah. This is awesome. Um, yeah. Well, we'll talk. Uh, but yes. yeah, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. And, and what I specialize in is uh, like teaching songwriting and um, yeah. And, and like chord based approach stuff and I so love songwriting it. and improv and things. So Chewy, be, I'm gonna let you lick all the elk meat flavors out of this bag in just a second. Yes, oh, you're gonna get so all excited. the elk meat flavors. Um, mushroom destroy. What is that? <laughs> it's a tongue drum. I was saying we we're p- pl- doing a little show and tell with instruments. I yeah. Have this... Amazing. Oh, that's awesome, dude. It's my hippie drum. I love it. I love the sound of it. It's so tranquil. Ah. Chewy, you wanna you want the elk meat? There you go, buddy. Um, I have a keyboard that's like literally well, yeah. like, over leaning up over there somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, and in in my in my in the closet I also have an auto harp and my violin oh, from I, high I school. I love auto harp. I think those are so cool. My boyfriend has like his whole sound setup over there. He has like uh Oh wow, that's cool. You guys house is cool. <laughs> Me apartmento. <laughs> oh, now oh, I put wow. it too high. You see, I got mushrooms in the back. <laughs> love it, love it. That's so um, cool. I love Fox and Compass's comment here. Kids are walking petri dishes. Agreed. Yes, they are. That is absolutely true. Yeah, I. That's the thing. Like, I since um most of my work is teaching kids in person or teaching well most of my work is teaching kids one on one, and uh when I travel teach, it's like I'm going to people's bubbles so i am excited to i'm i'm half vaccinated now so um so i'll be fully vaxxed at the end of by the end of april like with the two-week period but it is definitely a thing of like uh, where did you find a vaccine in chicago that's my question okay. for you <laughs> all right great um so here's Black what market. i did <laughs> um, so... she walked down an alley and they were like just stick your arm out okay <laughs> i don't know if it works but it feels it's, like it's, it's, it's a, a needle roulette <laughs> 
So there's a site called Vaccine Spotters, um, mm -hmm. and uh, it is, uh, and this is, you know, this is helpful tips for, for everybody, um, but uh, you basically look up your state, and then it sort of uh, combines all of the pharmacy data for who has available appointments, um, and basically... Um, a friend of mine also posted that Walgreens had a bunch of open appointments. And so I went on Vaccine Spotter, found a uh, Walgreens yeah. for me. And then I called that Walgreens directly and Ooh. their robots, uh, and, and they have a, a robot answering system that sort of yeah. that, that booked my appointments. I guess there's so. a Walgreens near me because I, I ideally would like to get it at the Walgreens in walking distance from me because I don't <laughs> want to take transit before getting the vaccine if <laughs> I can help it. Um, so yeah, uh, maybe I'll just keep calling them. Yeah, I'll just call them. Uh, but I know that like Chicago in a couple weeks is supposed to open up to um, people who are just like the general population because right now I think they're still on. I think they're in the phase right now, right, where it's like sixteen and up, but you have mm -hmm. to have like an immune disorder or something, and then like I think it's like April, mid-April, it's going to be everybody. Yeah, that's I what that's I saw what last I at least. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's soon, guys. Um, but yeah, that's, that my tip is just to, to, to keep, like, they usually post a batch in the mornings or so, and I just, I also just crowdsourced it and posted it on my Facebook feed, and, like, a bunch of friends gave me a bunch of sources, so that's what I did. I had a bunch of friends in St. Louis that couldn't find anything. They drove two hours out to Columbia, Missouri to get vaccines because the way uh, Governor Parsons decided he was going to give all the vaccines to the rural counties that voted for him instead of the city because, you know, racism. Yeehaw. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, I, I know that. Well, in Illinois, like, uh, the all the other places in Illinois pretty much have more access than just because Chicago is so populated and yeah you know, that's what it comes I have, down to. I have a buddy in Edwardsville, Illinois, and he's I think he got his first dose already. Yeah, because I was seeing like people posting like, oh if you live in Illinois you can go get your vaccine here and I'm like, oh let me do it. And then I'm like, oh that's an hour and a half drive for me, but I don't even own a car. So there's absolutely no way I can get there. So no, that's not gonna happen. If I can't get to it down the road, I'm not going. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just waiting for it to come to a Walgreens by me. I don't want to stand because right now they keep doing these mass vaccination events and people are standing in line for like hours. I'm like, I'm not driving to like 30, 40 minutes away to stand in line for an hour. I'll wait till I can schedule it like nearby and bing bong boob be done with it. Yeah. Also, also, I have a safer. extreme needle phobia. Like, I will faint. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not good. I might look at getting the, the, the one shotty, the Johnson Johnson or whatever, even if it's a little less effective, just because mm. I don't like needles. I really don't. Aww. Which yeah. one did you get, Gail? Are you Moderna uh, or Pfizer? Uh, Pfizer. Yeah. I got Moderna. I got Moderna, but we're we're gonna be fully vaccinated around the same time. I, I have my second appointment scheduled for the fourteenth of April. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, Mine's all I know is when April I plan nice. on getting it, I make sure I can sleep all day. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do too. I'm like, whenever my appointment is, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the rest of the day off to sleep because I know how exhausted it makes you. Mm -hmm. Nah, you gotta miss one stream like how I almost did. Oh, I can. Yeah, I'll miss part of a stream. I'll sleep through it, well, and Sandy then just do her stream from bed. Just <laughs> stream from bed. Oh yeah, get 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 one of those little. They make those little neck 
phone holsters and you could just lay in bed with the phone streaming over you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely could do that. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to be like, because I'm already, I get exhausted so easily. I'm sure the I do vaccine too. is going to take me out for a while. So I'm Fatigue just going to be, is a I'm going to be, try to be safe with that. I'm just excited to go see music again and to play mini golf. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for the summer. My friends are doing a float trip and I'm ready. I need something to do. I'm my my friends are wild to, and yeah. I get to like DJ at their party thing on the side of the river. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. My, yeah. my husband's going to get ratchet. <laughs> uh, my husband's f- family's all out on the West coast and we're talking about doing like a, a road trip to like meet in the middle and like oh, Arizona. Fun. Um, like, so we're th- talking about doing that in like the summer, but that's awesome yeah i just the first thing i'm gonna do is get one of the many tattoos i've been holding off on plan all of my matching tattoos with all the friends i'm gonna get matching tattoos with um that'll be kasha i'm gonna get the well i'm gonna wait for you to get the kasha one because part of me is still holding on to hope that you're not being sarcastic so i don't know i'm getting kasha in the shape of a heart on my chest you should you should you should for for your grandma for my grandma tattoos Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, see, I would have tattoos all over me if I didn't literally think I was going to die when I heard a tattoo needle. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I've been I've been waiting for a bunch of them, and then I have so many friends I'm going to get matching tattoos with. I hope that none of them Checking out. out at the last <laughs> minute, because that's what always happens. Like, in the past, I would be like, all right, friend, we're going to go get tattoos together. My so boyfriend- we never planned matching <laughs> ones before. It was always just like, oh, we're just going to go... We're just going to go get some tattoos today. And then I would always leave with the tattoo. Whatever friend I came with would not because they'd be like, uh, you know what? I don't have the money. I changed my mind. Like, stop. Ah, uh, commitment issues. Commitment <laughs> issues, y'all. My boyfriend's mm-hmm. the type of insane person who tried to tattoo himself first. Mm-mm-mm. So it's like I a considered couple, that like, during like while a couple we're, yeah. little like green dots or green like I looked at his wig one day. It was like, what is that? And he's like, Remember I said I tried to tattoo myself? I like it looks like you have a bruise that's healing. Oh god. <laughs> and he he also used to pierce like literally everything at mm-hmm. some point. He pierced his eyebrow, pierced his lip, pierced his dick 3 times cuz he didn't learn a lesson that it ripped oh, out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I told you my boy That's dangerous, dude. That's <laughs> That's a lot of he choices. didn't learn the first time. It ripped out, and he did it oh, again. But he did it two more times. Well, okay, it's multiple. It was like the ladder or whatever. So it was like three holes. I don't holes know anything about how genital piercings work. I have never had one or wanted one, so I have Me neither. Know. And I had a girl that I worked with a long time ago. Like, I just got my clip for you. So I was like, no, and she's no, like, it's no, cute. It's no. cute. I'm like, what the fuck? No, it's not a needle anywhere down there. It's not cute. That's the kind of thing that makes me go like, ah, like it just, it's too much. It's I'm like, why much. are you trying to convince me? <laughs> this is strange. And we're at work. This is so long ago. <laughs> if I ever get another piercing, it would probably be in my eyebrow. But yeah, no, piercings are, are for the face in my, for me. They're for the, the face fuck? only. What the fuck? No, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Jamie, take over for me. That's <laughs> fucking dumb. That's 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 fucked. That's fucked. Like, does it does it does it feel good for him to pee now? Like, does does he get a little orgasm when he pees because it's so sensitive? It's. I mean, 
he found out that some of his holes were still uh he still put <laughs> he through multiple holes no 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 he found out he could still stick an earring or with that little piercing thing in there he bought some off amazon and he's like oh i can still get these through two of these holes they didn't <laughs> they healed they didn't rip completely i was like uh and he, he, for a while, he was wearing them. And he goes, oh, yeah, I remember why I took these out. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like, wear anything that can rub against my underwear and make me hate myself. He's like, yeah, these rub... That's exactly what he, he said they rubbed up against. Because <laughs> I wear compression were, shorts. It, he said they were place. annoying and it was starting to hurt. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you took them out, uh, you know, eight years ago for a reason. <laughs> Who said... Man, today's a good day to stick a hole through my penis. Like, what the fuck? Who, who just wakes up and says time to experiment with that? This is the same person who, you know, uh, abused research chemicals and DMT and stuff. He He's had a wild, younger life. But what's the payoff of the penis versus the research? Because, like, I feel like at least with psychedelics, you're like, man, I could see God today. The penis is oh, like, no, man, I'm not going to hurt myself point. today. Yeah, why, why? The reason he, he stopped doing the research chemicals is because he went from that to I am God. He, he, no, that's uh, fair. But the question oh, is, like, why? What, what was the motivation for wanting to try to pierce your own dick? That's Other than, like, doing something. To. He, he just he wanted, wanted to. to. Just he thought it would feel cool. good. He thought it no. would feel good for the other person and himself. He He's a little bit of a masochist. So. He could have just signed up for Pornhub Premium and felt good. Like No, literally when we first started dating. Well, I told you about him licking me inside of my nose the first month we were dating. Oh, that's um, normal. That's normal. <laughs> Tyler licks inside another my nose all the time. He it's not me, even sexual. He told me to make a fist one day. And I'm yeah. like, okay. And then he put it all in his mouth. And he goes, yeah, I think that's small enough. And I'm like, and he goes, you know, to fist me. And I'm like, Ah! Ah! No! Wait, he tested with his mouth? So so he measured his mouth to be his butthole? He's like, okay, let me, let me see, let me see. He's like, oh, this is, this is a good size comparison. Mouths and buttholes are the same size. Butthole? I <laughs> did speak both it all day, so I shit it out too. Or did he have like, like a I conversion? Like, I was like, oh, you you want that at some point? He goes, eh, maybe. And then one time on DMT, he's like, I think I'm ready. <laughs> all right, so y'all, this is true. We're having a true like Joe Rogan experience this week. Yesterday, Jordan told us how her dog stole a tampon out of her wife which was disgusting. Today, Mushroom Destroyer is telling us about fisting someone on DMT, which is disgusting. We're just and, we're just disgusting. We're like rapidly losing viewers because we're so disgusting. I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't want to throw the disgusting way, around too wildly. It was wrong. It did not fit. <laughs> okay, now that's disgusting. But like before, with just, with just the talking of it. Like, the theory of it wasn't disgusting. Uh, the practice of it, you know, we're, we're getting there. The one yesterday where it was, like, the activity of poop getting everywhere, disgusting. I got a glove. If sex is looking like surgery, I think... I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to kink shame anyone, but if your sex is looking like surgery, take a step back and just, just ask yourself if you what really you want to go forward with this. No kink shame, but no kink same. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. That's a, good, that's a good thing to say, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm used to my boyfriend being a little little nutball, but I love him. 
Like if, if you're cosplaying for Grey's Anatomy, I mean, I guess I get it. But uh, outside, outside of that, outside of that, like just, 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 you know, take ten, take ten seconds. You know, breathe. Make like sure Katie, you want to go forward. Katie said your your BF needs to come on the show. I have questions. I he would. He totally would. But he's he works in the morning. He would love yeah. to come on. I don't think I could work if my penis was pierced. I think like I would just like I don't see how you can focus on anything else. (laughs) I mean, it was forever ago when you actually like did it. So it's just the leftover. Like if you take an earring, the leftover penis holes, the leftover extra holes he put in the skin. You know, it's just there. (laughs) Is he circumcised? Yeah. Okay, I just, just I wasn't sure how much skin was there. I, how much information do you want to know about? His no, team? no more information because <laughs> Bet Marie is getting is getting um, nauseous in the comments over here. So yeah, well, I think that's, I think that's enough. Now we now we know how many holes and how much. I, I was has. just I was wondering how much RK was going to ask me about that situation. Yeah, no, uh, circumcision. That's about it. That, no more. Have y'all ever like stumbled upon like the anti-circumcised crowd on the internet? Uh, yeah, I wrote I, a paper about I them in college once. Somebody who wanted okay i go to burns and burns will have like theme camps i knew a girl who wanted to make a reclaim your foreskin theme camp wait what that's uh she wanted to make is a that theme physically possible burn as a reclaim your foreskin theme camp she was very much like very preachy and running around talking about people's i foreskin. feel like that's not even physically possible like what is that what at <laughs> my thoughts <laughs> i was just when she go on and on about it i was just like she wasn't a great person though i i chopped her out of my life a long time ago she she had a lot of issues i feel like if we get into the topic of pro versus anti-circumcision we're gonna have a lot of uh clashing viewpoints on the stream which could be interesting because i'm high <laughs> or it could um, it could be frustrating because of arguments, but I don't know. Um, well, it's one of those weird things that touches on both um, health, medicine, religion. and religion. Exactly, it's one of those things where it's like because I see I see the arguments on both sides of that pretty clearly. Where it's like, um, and it's one of those things where like I don't think either side is like stupid on this. I think it's like because some people no, can I be think like, there's points on both sides. I think there's gen- genuinely like you can have one side saying like you know it's a child like this child has bodily autonomy and it's not right to make decisions that affect a child's body before they can consent to that and I think that's valid. But then other people say like it infringes upon religious freedom and I think that's absolutely valid too. So also I don't have a dick and I don't have any kids so I probably don't have any real say on this issue yeah, but I'm just saying I, I I see where the conflict comes from. It makes sense. It's also, to me. it's also one of those things where if you don't do it as a child, though, like it's not exactly an eager surgery to do as an adult. I bet you, like adults, no, they get unpleasant. it done, are like, man, why couldn't I have done this as a kid? There's, there's I think stories most adults about who people. haven't had it done just don't do it ever. They just do, yeah, exactly. They're just kind of happy as it is. Well, I think a lot of people like being not circumcised. Although I don't know, I don't know that many uncircumcised people. Sometimes they I don't know do that much about the ones. people in my life's dicks. To be fair, I don't think I anyone don't... who's circumcised like right or correctly really wonders what it's like to have not been. And I don't think people who are circ- who aren't circumcised are like, man, I really wish I was. I, I, I don't know. Like I feel like it's my boyfriend it's, does. He wishes he was uncircumcised. <laughs> Most men uh, I've yeah. talked to who are circumcised wish they hadn't been. Yeah, oh, because 
He thinks he's more sensitive. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's just getting greedy, in my opinion. I mean, orgasms feel good with with or without the force. Can I imagine? Like, I don't think you got to increase the power level too much. I mean, my boyfriend is always about pushing the limit. He wants to get that power level over 9,000. Over 9,000, y'all. I don't know. I just... He wants to be 10x, daddy. I, I can see someone. I, I can see someone who like gets their dick pierced, thinking like, "Man, I wish I had more skin here." But yeah, I mean, it's a. I think it's a very individual preference for each person. So, um, and my boyfriend's a little weird. And it's kind of the same thing like Fox and Compass brought up about kids getting their ears pierced, like. Um, I know there's arguments on multiple sides of that, too, because there's also I think there are some cultures and religions where piercing your kids ears young is a culturally standard practice. And then for other parents, it's like, well, you know, you want the kids to have free will and bodily autonomy mm-hmm. and you don't want to do anything to them without their consent when they're a baby and don't know anything about what they want. Yeah, so it's kind of mm-hmm. a similar thing where it's like. You know, it's a, do, but also very different. You don't require anesthesia when you're an adult mm-hmm. getting uh, getting your ears oh, pierced. Sure. And it's, just, it's, it's an different. in and out thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's different the in the long term effect, but I think it definitely has similar arguments on the pro and anti sides to it. Like I got my ears pierced when I was like five. I was mm. old enough for my mom to ask me if I wanted my ears pierced. Like, yeah, and at the time I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get my ears pierced till I was 18 and and it wasn't necessarily like if if I had asked my mom like she would have been like yeah sure but like I, I she wasn't going to force it cuz she never got her ears pierced. So um yeah. Yeah, I, I got my my second one when I was 17 and then I have a third one I did when I was like 23. <laughs> I got I I got my ears pierced for the first time when I was 8 years old. And then they closed up when I was in high school because I stopped wearing any kind of jewelry. And then sounds like my sister. <laughs> I got them pierced again. Got them pierced again at some point. And then, then I got the second one. I even talked about it in in my book. I got the second one while I was waiting for my appointment at the bank to set up my business account after I finished registering my LLC with online. I was like, I got to go finish this. I went to the bank and they were like, oh, here's our appointment availability. And there's the piercing shop across from the bank. So I was like, oh, I'll go get another piercing while I wait. Those were the pre-pandemic days, guys. Those were the pre-pandemic days where you could just walk into anywhere and do anything at any time. And it was fine. And no one was worried. Savvy, that energy, though, that you have of like, oh, yeah, let's let's go get something pierced. That's that's my boyfriend. I feel like your boyfriend and I would probably be friends. Oh, you two would be chummy, wummy, wummy. But to be fair, like (laughs) I I'm I'm kind of like I said, I'm like a puppy. I want to be friends with everyone. So I can't imagine anyone that I would be like, I don't like that person. That's high key his energy, too, though. He's like I joke a lot. I'm like, what are you like 10 years old? He goes, I'm eight. Remember? Bet Marie is bringing up that I have the same posture as Joe Rogan right now and also am <laughs> focused on interviews while I'm high. Uh, dude, I, I think I've fully become him. I think I literally, I think he was the easiest person for me to slide into his uh, his persona this week. Well, you're and like honestly, one martial art expertise away from being him. I mean, I've been drinking the butter coffee, eating the elk meat. I've, I honestly, I could, I could live his life forever. She's absorbing his power. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I could do I could do this for a while, but you know, 
we gotta do we gotta do other other gurus on this channel. We gotta do I think we're gonna do Tim Ferris next week and I think we're gonna do Marie Kondo the week after that. Ooh. I'm so excited <laughs> to eat chili uh, for breakfast every day. Yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna make some chili with Tyler this weekend so that are, we can are you eat gonna, chili for breakfast. Are you gonna simplify your life and clean up for Marie Kondo? Are yeah, gonna, I mean my oh office my is a mess. I'm gonna during Marie Kondo week, I will literally pick up everything that is all over my desk and floor and ask, does this bring me joy? And we can do it live on the stream. We'll clean my house together. This is how we get together. daddy to clean. <laughs> this is literally, honestly, it's the only way. I, we, we've talked about this. RK and I talked about how, like, because I am so, like, I just need other people's attention all the time. I cannot, like, get, I, I like, I learned how to cook so that I could cook on live streams. I learned how to do makeup to do makeup on live streams. Like, I learned things so that I can do them in front of other people rather than, like, I don't like doing anything by myself. So I never clean anything because... I, yeah, my, no my one's boy, watching me clean. Like it. <laughs> my boyfriend has pretty bad. I'm gonna get my life together on live stream. Yeah. So my boyfriend, like, he struggles to clean too. Like when we first started dating, I think I cleaned his apartment like five different times because it would just get. I said, well, I was literally here like two days ago. Why does it look like a tornado went through here?" <laughs> so now that we're living together, I'm trying to help him like focus on. Hey, baby, let's focus on you trying to get stick to one cup when you're drinking something. Don't get a new cup every time and then leave them all over the apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm bad at that, too. I'm just, yeah, so, but I'm also, I've had hoarding issues in my past. Mm. I'm trying to get past them, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, I have, like, nothing in my for, apartment, though. I don't I'm, know uh, I have I'm a so much to throw away. My, like... I, I, I have a certain amount of chaos going on. In I have so background. much chaos. Um, yeah, I have a amount of chaos. So. Oh, I know and Amanda's I'm... in the chat. By the way, Amanda, um, let me know when your first video is up because I, it, this Monday I'm putting out a video where I'm reacting to Ben Shapiro, but I'm doing my makeup while I'm doing it, and I'm using the brush, all the brushes that you recommended to me that I got. So I give you a little shout out. Uh, so if your first video is up by this Monday, let me know and I will link it in the description so that you can, uh, I can give you a little shout out. A savvy shout out. A little shout out. Yeah. <laughs> savvy. What's your video today? Oh, today here, I'll show y'all. It's going to premiere in a little under two hours. Two hours? Here it is right here, y'all. Mm. Rachel Hollis charges $1,600 for a webinar and becomes a finance guru. <laughs> oh boy Same. yeah so you guys could set a reminder premieres in 108 minutes you could set a reminder here oh amanda's video is gonna go up later today oh my god yay awesome yeah what fox and compass yes that's the thing everything brings me joy this is my problem i'll be like does this piece of moldy bag bring me joy and I'll be like, well, kind of, because it reminds me of whatever. And it's just like, okay, no, I have bad. to learn to get the trash can out. Yeah, this is why I've had hoarding problems. I still have, I, like, literal garbage in my office. I, I have a lot of things I love, mm. but trash is not one of them. <laughs> I do yeah, love this a lot is what of I've enjoyed. Stuff. And this is when I do the wrap-up video I'm going to talk about. I, I'm glad that people like the wrap-up video I put on my channel this uh, past Monday. So I'm going to do another wrap-up after our next five weeks of this. And I agree with what you're saying about, you know, Joe Rogan changing his opinions. That's what I think is what I'm enjoying about him. Like, Jordan Peterson, analyzing him, watching him, seeing everything he does, 
it's like RK was mentioning that he values authority over curiosity or being an expert over learning new things. So he really seems to be like, I have learned as much as I want to learn. I am an expert. And because of that, he's just so annoying to deal with. Whereas like someone like Joe Rogan is wanting to interview people and ask questions and learn more. And even if some of the stuff he says is like ridiculous, like he's going to learn something from his guest. And I think that that's really cool. I like that about him. Yeah, I completely agree. I think there is something to be said about going into things without mm-hmm. expectations um, as opposed to going into a discussion with the intent to argue, which I will say, as far as Jordan Peterson is, con- is concerned, he does that, but so do the people who have interviewed him in the past as well. Like when we were watching those interviews, it's not like the people who he, who were trying to speak with him were uh, were going in with a natural curiosity. They 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 were going they were going in with a trying to, to gotcha moment him. Like that one woman I'm blanking on her name who kept saying, "So is this what you're trying to say?" Oh, I'm and- doing that this Friday. I'm putting up uh, this or next Friday, a week from today. I just filmed my video yesterday of me breaking down that debate and why it was so bad just like you requested rk i appreciate it i I have two hours of footage for it so i need to trim it down either that or people can watch me react to how badly both jordan peterson and kathy newman are at arguing for two hours if you want (laughs) so you have a Zack snyder cut Oh, I should do a Snyder Cut. Yeah, I'll have a Snyder Cut. Maybe I'll put it on Patreon or something. Okay, Amanda, the problem I'm having is that your channel is has a common name. So a lot of things are coming up. I'm sure that once it, it, you have a, more videos on it, yours will come up first because a lot of these mm. seem to be very small. Give, give them a direct link. Amanda. So yeah, send me a link at some point and I will link it in my uh, video description so that uh, you can get a little shout out. I just decided to play with this octopus. It's a good octopus. <laughs> he hangs out on my extra screen usually. But I was like, I'm high and I want to play with the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, dude? Yeah, absolutely. I got plushies all over. They're fun. <laughs> I mean, me too. Me too. My office is full of toys. Books, toys. That's my life. Yeah, Man. I got so many Hello Kitties. <laughs> I just really hope all of our dreams come true. Every day I'm not a chess grandmaster in the park is an (laughs) opportunity to become one. Turn your dreams into memes. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I'll have this perfect gray beard. No matter how young I am when I achieve it, I feel like I'll have the perfect gray beard the moment it happens too. Like I'll just walk to the park and I'll come back with a gray beard. I I think that's going to be fantastic. I, I absolutely love that. Savvy wants to go to VidCon, so if anyone here wants to go to VidCon with her, let her know. I do want to go to VidCon this year. Yeah, I wanted to go with RK, but he's like, I don't know if I'll go to VidCon this year. Yeah, Where that's exactly what I said. That to- tone and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to go to VidCon? And RK was like, yep. And I was like, okay, cool. It's in October. And he was like, I don't know if I'm going to go this year. And that yeah. was basically the end of our conversation. So, Well, you know, the that pandemic still like exists. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, even if I'm vaccinated, there's still a chance that it's not going to be effective against, uh, like, other variants of the virus. Um, and there's plenty of things in New Orleans that I still want to get back to doing. Not to mention, I was talking to Aaron about doing, um, what is it, in Odessa? Not Odessa. Destin. Destin, Florida. The, the, the Florida Panhandle. They have, like, really cheap Airbnb beachfront properties. So, Ooh. like, we, we, can, mm. we, we can do a weekend there. 
with like a beachfront property for uh, only a couple hundred bucks. That's amazing, dude. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, so that, that's um, well, that's a I'm top priority. Well, I'm gonna buy big town tickets in the summer, so let me know by the summer if you wanna if if you feel like you wanna go to it together. Because if we do, we can get like a little little uh, Airbnb or something. We could have a fun time. We could have a party in our in our wherever we're our staying. First time <laughs> meeting, you wanna live together <laughs> for a weekend? She's yes. committed. Sammy. for one weekend. Well, what were you well, thinking? And then film it. Sammy, we, we, we don't, I mean, like, I, I love you and everything, but we don't know if we're going to get along in person. Like, what if you're disgusting? Like, I am I'm disgusting. You already know that about me. Exactly. And, and, I'm, and I'm not disgusting. I get disgusted by disgusting. Like, y'all, this is content. Like, what if we can't live together for two days? I'm just like, holy shit, I've made a grave and terror. Like, I put out a Logan Paul ap oh, okay. apology. Well, and I'm just like crying on camera. I like, came to New Orleans, I was going to plan to stay at your house. So I should, I guess, I'll have to get myself. That's news to me. <laughs> Well, because I told you when you come to Chicago, you can stay at my house. Everybody, I've invited literally everyone to stay at my house when they come to Chicago. That's just natural to me. I assume when you have a friend come visit you, they stay in your house. You I don't. Mean, you yes. don't make your friends pay for a hotel room. That's bullshit, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's not bullshit at all. That oh, I, 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 I wish Erin forced her friends to pay for a hotel room. I had the worst Mardi Gras last year, and unfortunately, it was the last Mardi Gras before the pandemic. They were fucking assholes who did not treat our apartment with respect. I was halfway tempted to kick them out mid stay and say, "Go find a fucking apartment." Oh, well, they, 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 they invited yeah. themselves. So, so no, no. Well, they I, sound I, rude. I don't. Normalize making your pet rude. Normalize making your friends pay for shit. Like, I'm no, sorry. No, normalize <laughs> having your friends stay at your house. That's what if I do. If your friends are respectful, I don't mm -hmm. see any yeah. problem with people staying over. Like, I have people crash on my couch. Yeah. Oh, all if, the time. If they're, yeah. they're grown-ups. That's different. Which, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. If they're grown-ups. What? <laughs> I mean... I don't, if, my, they, my, if they're respectful, my, I don't have any This is a safe issue. place. Yeah. This is a sacred place. This is where I live. I don't hey. just let anyone in here. Oh, I I'm in a sacred place, too. The problem is that I let like literally everyone into my house. Like sometimes Tyler is like savvy. You need like like sometimes I'll be like I'll I'll see someone you know out on the street struggling in the rain and I'll be like oh let's invite them into our house and Tyler will be like stop you cannot invite strangers into our house and I'll be like but like why not we have a house dude. I'm all for mad innocent energy going on there. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah I, and I'm aware that I I am a very innocent and trusting person but i think it's a much nicer way I to, was, to, life than to be skeptical of everyone <laughs> I used that's to be right a lot more naive. i am not just anyone i am not just anyone <laughs> I, I... <laughs> you know you guys are bros <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we'll see uh We'll see. It's like I don't we'll know if see. I wanna I can't share a, a living space with you for two days. You know, I, I seriously like I hate when people are in my space. I really hate really? it. Like I, I like I'll share anything. I'll share I'll share mm -hmm. food, money, uh time, effort. I'll drive people anywhere they want to go no matter how far they are. But coming into my place, completely different story. Really? That's interesting. Well see, I this is that... why we could never live together in real life. We could never be roommates because Yeah, your your dream of having like a vlog squad house is like my hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we would never be real life roommates. But I don't I feel like we could we could hang together for a weekend. Dude, I'm the guy who cleans the toilet, okay? I don't want to clean the toilet and live with 12 other people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good enough with just me and my boyfriend and the cat. You know, I, 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 yeah. I, I scrub the tub. Shit. 
I pour Drano well, down the drain. Cher has yeah. already invited me to stay in Boston with her now, so even we, if RK is going to be a big curmudgeon. Oh my god, and... of course he'll stay with me when you visit. I'm just, I'm over-exaggerating how much <laughs> I hate people like, stay with me. You just didn't want me to! Because we're live, and yeah. I say it for content, but like, in all honesty, of course he'll stay with me. Now, okay, I can never tell, like, when you're saying things for a joke, or when you're really like, Savvy, you are not staying at my house. Well, it's disgusting sack of trash. It's, it's both. It's yeah. both. It's, it's, it's both. Like, I'm, I, I'm saying things I truly believe in, but of course I trust you. You're no, of course, but and I, but I also wasn't kidding about like when Aaron's friends came up. They were such fucking assholes. No, that's totally. They were. They ate all my food. Like, wait, okay, the audacity of this bitch. She ate the all audacity. my food. Harry <laughs> she, and the audacity of this bitch. She, she ate all my food, and she's like, "Wait, this is seriously all you have?" And I was like, "Wait, you seriously weren't invited? You just tagged along and are in my apartment? Get the fuck out! Wait, you're 22 and divorced? Get the fuck out!" Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, God. <laughs> like they, they really like man i really want to go to new orleans for mardi gras I was like that's great go to new orleans for mardi gras let uh, like i felt so bad it was aaron's first mardi gras and she spent all like so much time looking for these two assholes who just went out on an adventure and were texting her to like try and catch up. i was like aaron let's just enjoy mardi gras let them go do their own thing i'll even lock the door so they don't have to get back into our apartment like <laughs> <laughs> oh. i would let i would let savvy crash on my couch if she was out near I'm not quite in St. Louis. I'm a little outside of it. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I wanna. I wanna meet everyone in person. They everyone, made Aaron pay I feel for like every Savvy Uber. and my boyfriend would not shut up. <laughs> oh no! If I yeah, if I when I feel like just based on what you've told me, when your boyfriend and I meet, we are gonna be instant best friends. Like we are gonna we're gonna be. It'd be another forever. bro situation. They hated walking. <laughs> I walk everywhere here. Okay. I like during Mardi Gras. It's not shocking to walk almost thirty thousand steps. They couldn't even walk three. They wanted to get an Uber in the French Quarter, oh. which even when it's not Mardi Gras, you don't get an Uber in the French that's, Quarter. That's no. I've never even been to New Orleans, and I know that's fucking lame. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Bless their delicate hearts. What the heck? Like, the, oh, the, no. the streets are this narrow. You're lucky to get a bicycle through them because they're so packed. And they're just like, let's call an Uber here. It's like, no. Well, first off, Bourbon's literally right there. So no car is going to get through that because it's a constant stream of traffic and a constant stream of puke. So the fact that that's where you also want to no, go oh is just a surprise. <laughs> to me um and, and they were just like okay so also i ran into some friends who wanted to invite us over to their place to, to uh for, for a party which of course good time it's mardi gras it's time to be with your friends have fun go over there with the party and they were like no nah, my feet hurt let's just go back and catch up for it's like first like everything that made sense they wanted to do the opposite they wanted to call an uber they in the french quarter yeah. they wanted to move away from friends but then they also complained about how they weren't going out enough this one girl came to new orleans she said i'm really excited to get the food here and then all she wanted to do was eat fast food and she oh, didn't pay for a single people. thing she this, made like <laughs> this makes no sense these people sound frustrating they were. Uh, Even I, I would her, be frustrated with them. I would I don't get quit. frustrated with people. Easily. Aaron had yeah. to go to work, and she told me I had to watch them for the day. No. And I gave them two. I gave them two suggestions. They turned both down. I then said, "Okay, how about I just take you uptown? There's a lot of shopping. You're really close to Aaron. She gets off work in four hours, so you can go wait for her, and we can go wait for her there." They said, "Okay, that sounds good." I dropped them off. I faked an emergency call for work, and I said, "Hey, guys, just stay up here for four hours. Aaron will get out. She'll find you when she's done. Lots of shopping, lots of food. Go have fun." I left them. Now I'm wondering how many times you faked an emergency work oh call to get away from me because I was being too much. Uh, that's only reserved for like when people are bothering me in person. 
Oh, okay. So hopefully never. I've never, never done that to you. Okay. I don't fake emergency work calls like that because I'm terrified of the juju of the universe coming back to get me. But in that case, I said, universe, bring it on and take them with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Be good gone. to know I've never reached that level of annoying. I'm thankful that, for that. I'm pretty oh, annoying. Man. Yeah. They That's, also, yeah. They also broke my flashlight just because. Like, just felt like breaking a flashlight today. Like it's not like I use it. It's my emergency hurricane flashlight, and they just broke it because it's just like you know what we're gonna be also the minor inconveniences for you too. Someone thought it <laughs> accidentally thought it was a flashlight. Fucking assholes can't stand them. And this kills us. What Bat Marie says when you have guests, they're supposed to bring the groceries and pick up the tabs, or like bring you some, like bring you something mm -hmm. nice, right? Like yeah. if I'm gonna go stay with someone, I, I maybe buy them a bottle of scotch or something. Oh, Aaron bought them gifts, and they almost forgot them too. And Aaron had to remind them to bring them the gifts. I told Aaron afterwards, Aaron, those are nice gifts. I wish you didn't do that because we could have used them. Yeah, I'm a good cook, so I'm like, hell, I'll cook you some meals. Mm. <sighs> no, and they weren't guests. They were uninvited. Like, Erin just can't say no to her friends. So when she said, hey, I'm coming to New Orleans, Erin said yes. And then when uh, when she said, is it okay if I bring uh, my other friend, Erin just, Erin said, okay. Like, she didn't say yes. She just said, okay. And God, it made me so happy when I heard they missed their flight on the way home. I was cracking up the whole time. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Oh my god. I mean, karma's gonna be worse because one of them is divorced. The other one's getting married to her boyfriend that they've been dating for less than six months. And I mm. not trying to put that out in the universe, but I'm watching that like it's the Kardashians now. Oh uh, yeah. My god. I've been there watching people. Erin doesn't watch my podcast, so I can be mean about her friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just having like Wrigleyville flashbacks now. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's just where my brain is going. And yeah. I am kidding. I actually love yeah. Aaron's two best friends. I think Aaron's yeah. two best friends are wonderful people. It's the adjacent to the best friends. It's mm -hmm. the second tier friends that are assholes. Ah, uh, second tier shit bags. Well, I promise I won't be like that. <laughs> you're you're a top tier friend, Savvy. You're good. I'm good. I'm glad I'm a top tier friend. That's bro class. <laughs> And friendship is a sales funnel. Um, I don't know where you are. Imagine. <laughs> Those are like the downline friends. Is like the top of the pyramid friends. And then they recruited their other friends to be friends and come to your house. It's like a pyramid scheme in your house where like friends are inviting other friends to the house. If I joined Arbon, if I joined Arbon, you're such a good friend. I would not reach out to you. <laughs> I would not say, hey, hun, to you. I would <laughs> recruit you into my pyramid scheme. Oh, bless. <laughs> Can I just say that I'm a little disappointed. When I first heard about the Huns, I didn't realize it was about the Hey Hun. I thought it was like a play on words of like Attila the Hun coming to your village to like- I did too. Over. I think people use it in both ways in that in that case. I think it's meant to be kind of a, a double entendre. Where the Huns like, are at the gate. Like, yeah. I thought, yeah, because like, there's a lot of anti-MLM memes where they, they include um, Attila the Hun in them or they have like- uh, uh, the when in from Mulan where they're like, let's get down to business to, to defeat the exactly when they do some of that. Yeah, there's a lot of as Rachel Hollis would say, there was lots of memes. Oh man, man, get you some nuts. It's just some nuts. That's gonna be my Twitch set. I think I'm gonna try to do a, a Twitch stream for The Sims tomorrow night, and Yay! I'm gonna try using. I just got monetized on Twitch, so I'm gonna try using my custom emotes and custom sounds. Woo! My custom sound is gonna be Grant Cardone going, "Get you some nuts." 
<laughs> and my custom emotes right now are ugly. I'm trying to, I need to remake them. I want to make them into Chewy. But right now they're like very small things. They're just the same as merch designs, which don't really work in emotes. So I'm going to redo those. Words are too small. <laughs> I think we got to revisit Pretty Privilege because I'm not going to lie. We You keep bringing up all these reasons to dislike Rachel Hollis. And I'm still just like, you know what? I still like her. I, st I still feel for her. <laughs> and I think it's because I think, I think she's thing. really pretty. Yeah, people who are uh... conventionally attractive, dude, they, they have an easier time. Absolutely. I'm like, They're scam good. me, Rachel. Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I matter. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I get it. Like when I'm, like, I even said that when I was doing a video reacting to, I had a Ben Shapiro and a Classically Abby section and I'm like, guys, I always go easier on Abby. It's because I'm a simp. Like, it's because I think she's so pretty. Like, I'm going to go easy on her. I can't help it. I'm such a, I'm such a simp. You debate her and you're just like helping her with her side of the argument. I think yeah, you I didn't do that. Hello, you modest viewers. <laughs> her voice oh, is so goodness. Sing songy almost. <laughs> I also love following all these gurus on our Instagram. If ever, if anyone here does not know that your morning guru is on Instagram, we have an Instagram now. RK made Woo! it. And, Instagram. Uh, we've got we've got so much stuff, y'all. I'm just gonna pull it all up here. And we just got a random DM. So I guess this is like what the followers these people do. Hi, hey, or hey, I see you follow Grant Cardone, my friend, winner of the BBC Apprentice, yada, yada. Uh, so it's basically, it's, 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 it's how to get into a giveaway by following this guy. I'm like, okay, awesome. We're going to start getting a lot of DMs from like oh, the followers boy. of these gurus who actually think they're giving good advice. Oh, I boy. get that a lot now because I've done people are like, I see you did book reviews of all these business books on your channel. Would you like to review my book called 10 Steps to Financial Freedom? Or and I'm like, dude, you clearly didn't watch the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to like it. Sure, send me a free copy. Oh, God, my favorite is when someone asks me if I, if I want to pay them uh, to give a review. And then they also are like, and you also have to send me a free book. And it's like, okay, so let me get straight. I'm paying you for the review and I'm paying you for the book. That's right. Not like how that works. No, for, that's, and, just, that's just called sales, dude. And and they <laughs> and they have and they have fifty thousand followers and they get like twelve likes. I'm like, okay, so you bought your followers. <laughs> so you, you you want to tell your bots how great my book is? <laughs> All right, y'all, uh, follow us on Instagram here. And then I put new things in the merch store during the Wednesday sleepover stream. Oh, we're also gonna have an NSFW section on our merch store, right? I forgot uh, what for, but I remember we I had a couple of jokes. Yeah, I think, well, we're going to have Horny for Capitalism. Oh, Horny for Capitalism. But which I don't is, know, 10X Me Daddy is already on the main part, so maybe... Do you think Horny for Capitalism should... Oh, yeah, that's right. It was after the New York Cock Exchange. Oh, um, the New York Cock Exchange. That's right. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> yeah, so y'all check out the merch store. We've got all this merch. I added new mugs, so we've got uh, also the 6S Rule mug. And then I made these uh, into t-shirts as well. So make sure you check out the merch store if you are interested in any of this stuff. I like the, the graphic for the girl wash your brain. <laughs> Thank you. I had fun making that. Yeah, that one's very good. <laughs> Savvy did all of this. I mean, Sako did the logo. Sako uh, did our logo. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm the group project kid doing all the work. That's not true. RK made all our social media accounts, which is... <laughs> That's not true. Think... Logan, Logan did. Uh, I think we do a good division of labor in the sense that, like, we both like the opposite. We both enjoy doing the opposite parts of it. So it's good that we just do it that way naturally. Yeah, my boyfriend's yeah. always trying to get me to, like, write 
write backstories and stuff for him because I'm much more the creative writing person. He's like, write me a rap, baby. <laughs> like, yeah, let me pull it out of my ass real fast. So that that takes a little more inspo. <laughs> I don't know. You just rhymed right there. Mm. I think when I go drunk shopping tonight, I'm going to buy myself our mugs because I didn't do that yet. So far, I have bought myself the sweatshirt and the 10X Me Daddy hat, and that is it. Gail, how has SoundCloud rappers... Uh, <laughs> How have they eaten into the sector of music and sort of cornered the market there to push out other more traditionally trained musicians to get attention online? Oh man, I have. And do you think that? And do you think that TikTok <laughs> is an avenue for more traditionally trained musicians, or do you think it's going to most be mostly dominated by hip hop? Because I do see a section of TikTok that does have the sounds for. Uh, and I'm sorry for cutting you off. I'm just. I'm getting excited talking about this. No, this is okay, a great no question, and I love that you're asking this. I think this is a great discussion to have. TikTok's the only social media that like sounds trend, so you think it's a natural best friend for musicians. And I can see how people who sort of like sing the narrations of their life getting sounds to be trendy. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if they'll ever be more trendy than than um, Meg Thee Stallion rap because people just really love that. Uh, but I'm wondering if you see TikTok as an opportunity for traditionally trained musicians, uh, since they have sort of been kicked out of other social media markets by, I don't want to say bad because I do like a lot of hip hop and I do like some backpack rappers as well, mm -hmm. but I can say a lower effort or very lower barrier music. music. Mm -hmm. Um, so as far as TikTok and musicians go, um, so I have been seeing people start to create and produce like tracks that specifically get distributed to, to TikTok, um, that are like, that are meant to trend, like the little, like things that lend themselves directly to a scene. So I've seen people do that. Um, and there's definitely a trend of, um, I, I can't really speak to what's going on with like rap and hip hop, but like, there's definitely a trend of different like duets and like sea shanties and all that stuff um on musical theater tiktok there's a lot of like uh people like doing like a sing with me and they're like music directors who will like play through a bit and then people will will do a duet with that um personally as a musician that um I, my my stuff does distribute to t TikTok and Instagram Reels, by the way, which means you can make Instagram Reels with your dog. <clears throat> just saying, uh, using oh, the dog song. Oh, super cute! I'm absolutely Lauren's there wherever you are. <laughs> Wait, um, hold up, Gail. Saying. What's your TikTok name? I don't go on TikTok very much, but I will. I'm for Sparkle Bard Gail. Um, Sparkle Bard Gail on TikTok. Yeah. I love that name too, Sparkle Bard Gail. Yeah. Um. Which. Uh. So. I, I will get into that, but yeah, um, my music distributes to, uh, and, and this is a thing that's open to pretty much anybody who goes through one of the main distributors is you can have TikTok and Instagram Reels as an option, which means you do get pennies for it. So you do get royalty pennies if your if your song is used. But TikTok only, as as near as I can tell, only does like a cut of a song, um, and they're not always smart to like what the cut is. So like I can't get the exact lyrics that I want to do like a TikTok with. Um, versus reels, you can actually pick out the right fifteen second section of your song, which is super useful. Um, and going into the name Sparkle Bard because you 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 talked. I about just that. realized oh. I was already following you. On yeah, TikTok. you're already. I, I DM'd I you a like, Ben Shapiro thing. It was a thing. Yeah, we were like, I just I go on TikTok so little that I like I forget that oh, yeah. I'm following anyone on there, and I'm like, oh wait, we were because I knew we follow each other on Instagram and yeah. all that, but I was like, oh, I guess I already followed you on TikTok. Yeah. No, no worries, and I and I mostly observe there because it just feeds me a steady stress. A, a steady stream of musical theater nerds, uh, neurodiversity advocates, uh, queer clergy, and uh, other things in that sort of like 
just just a lot of queer musical theater shenanigans all day long. That's what that's what my TikTok is. Um, as as far as what the feed feeds me, and that is a thing that TikTok does really. Um, it the algorithms are awesome, so it is a lot easier to find your people. Um, at least you know it, it it will send you stuff that really like matches with your brand. So the whole like narrow casting, like there there's a lot of options in there, but there's also a lot of like work to do that I haven't necessarily invested in to really get into TikTok. Um, yeah. Is and it just worth the effort? Um, I, I, I think like I've definitely have uh, comedy people who have like blown up on there. Um, I think if you, if your brand works for short form um, videos and you can sort of figure out like, like it, it's its own, like it's its own comedy form um and uh so if if it works for you great um but um it, it's sort of weird what ends up trending i think you have to like invest time in it um so and i haven't i've just sort of been experimenting so you can find um, your community anywhere though and make a community anywhere absolutely absolutely and i think um, I need a little bit, like, I think the content I put out, I need a little bit more time to talk. Um, so I don't know if the one minute format really works for me, but. You know what I gone. find hilarious? That um, I feel like the younger generations now, so Gen Z specifically, is getting <laughs> shit on by older generations for having a low attention span. But then mm -hmm. the heroes who the older generations jerk off to always said the same thing of genius is brevity. Mm -hmm. So I don't know which is right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it's 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 its own form. Like the the thing is like people go to TikTok for the short form videos and it's always like like if you look at it like structured comedically, it's always like doop 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 doop. Here's a bit, I'm done. Like and that's like the most common structure um that I see and then people will, you know, it's 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 like um, open scenes we did in acting class except as an app which um, an open scene is where you like get like a patch of lines that are just vague and then you have to like put it in context in a scene it's like that <laughs> like that's what TikTok is it's just open scenes <laughs> um, and, and sharing sounds and stuff like that um, anyway that is my type 5 on TikTok thank you <laughs> I appreciate it no because I, I, I think TikTok it, so it has I think it did pump a little bit I think it's. I think it may have had a bit of a dip um, mm -hmm. as far as like where attention is going because Clubhouse yeah. thankfully took some took some attention away, and yeah. the people who were either judging TikTok or didn't feel comfortable with it are able to find a new trending uh, social media now through Clubhouse. So I do think that uh, we're entering people with iPhone privilege. Yeah, Mariah, oh yeah, I iPhone privilege definitely. Dude, people people are inviting me. They're like, Savvy, I'm gonna invite you to Clubhouse. Savvy, we had a fantastic discussion yesterday on Clubhouse, and I'm like, cool. I don't have an iPhone still, guys. So. I <laughs> I'm going to be late to the social media game once again through no fault of my own this time. But I have a I broken do. iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think broken. that we can re-enter TikTok now if you have a genuine interest in it because there is a shifting of interest and people are now entering new social medias or returning to old ones as well. Um, and I, just, I almost see it as a new opportunity to grow on there because it offers so many opportunities specific, specifically through trending sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so there's definitely there's definitely some some fun stuff to go with that, and I'm also like, um, from a royalties aspect, it has been cool being like, oh neat, I get pennies from Instagram. That's cool, <laughs> you know. So and who and said TikTok. Zuckerberg isn't charitable? 
Yeah. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have my Spotify pennies? That's Please, another... sir. Yeah, that's that's another thing, friends. Public service announcement. Um, if, uh, if you are following musician friends, you want to buy their music on Bandcamp. Or you, in, or you need to stream a song 300 times in order for it to make a dollar. So if you're an obsessive, go at it. Stream that song, uh, you know, 300 times. But otherwise, it's probably just to buy, better to buy their music. That's my PSA. <laughs> so if you're a musician out there, uh, put your shit on vinyl so people can collect it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Um, yeah. Or get I'm gonna uh, order myself boyfriend. a mug right now because I <laughs> I like what Bette Marie said here that we both need to have mugs for the show so we can drink out of them and it'll be like a morning talk show. Uh, tell me how much it is for and uh, add me to your cart and I'll send you some money. Okay. Um, I guess I gotta I gotta wait to see what the shipping is. But yeah, mushroom destroyers boyfriend making the NFTs of music. Musicians, get him up. <laughs> I mean, he's thinking about doing some stuff. Like, I mean, he's he's still trying to put together music. He he'll start things and he gets distracted. You know, ADHD. It's a fun mm. thing. <laughs> At least he's never bored. Looks like. But here's the thing: he gets bored time. I don't get bored. They're sixteen forty-seven with shipping. You're sixteen forty-seven with shipping. <laughs> I know, I am. You're right. That joke never will get old. I, I really hope I have the privilege of being in my late 90s and still saying that shit. No pickle. Like, I just want to be 90 years old playing chess in the park and someone's like, check, and I'm like, your mom! Oh my god, our, our generation's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> and then I'm like, checkmate, bitch! Uh, now every time I drop something, I'm like, yeet! <laughs> but yeah y'all uh follow me on chess.com so that we can play chess whenever you want uh help me make this dream come true i want to retire in the park and basically i want to be pigeon man but with chess um especially now that yeah. we know he lives i don't even know how to play chess well i'll beat you a lot then so all the better I, my boyfriend does my boyfriend <laughs> plays chess I played chess a lot in middle school. I was the only girl in the uh, middle school chess club, and um, I definitely there was a tournament once. Like this is why I love I loved Queen's Gambit because I definitely was at a chess tournament once where a guy was like, "You can't beat me. You're a girl," which I'm like, "This is middle school, bro. What are you doing?" Okay, but um, and then I and then I killed all his pieces and chased his king into a corner. So <laughs> and then we started playing chess after that. Yes, and then we started playing chess after that. Yeah, and then you beat him there too. Yeah, and then I beat him there too. I um, would learn how to play story. chess just to play chess with RK in the park. I think that would be fun. If I go to New Orleans, which I will at some point, we'll play chess in the park. You'll beat me very easily, but I just I want to do it for the experience. It'll be fun. I mean, we can be super old. Like, there's a lot of birds there too, so we could just feed the birds and play chess. That sounds really fun, actually. I feel like we'll be living in Hey Arnold or something, which I would love to live in. Do you mean on my goal? Like my goal in life? <laughs> to live in Hey Arnold. Hey, stoop kid. Stoop part, kid. Part of the reason like I'm buying this, these multi-unit houses is so that I can like be Phil from Hey Arnold and have the boarding house. Because I will say it's different when people are paying you rent to live in, in a multi-unit house and they're also not in your unit. Mm. That's true. A part of me wants to Suck move into your multi-unit house but i also don't want to leave chicago so that's a little tough but if you do become phil from like i always was jealous of their boarding house i always wanted to live there 
we're just going to make the Your Morning Guru media grow and it'll turn into a real estate and we'll be competitors with Grant Cardone. That's great. That's great. I love but we it. won't mislead investors because we'll be our own. Investor. Say we won't, but the more the more we do this, the more we actually turn into these people. I fully mm. turned into Joe Rogan. Now all I want to do is smoke weed eat and elk meat. elk meat all day. Yeah, like, that there sounds are, like a great life. <laughs> there are worse people to be. People. Um, I will say, I think this Friday thing should be a regular thing. I think we should have multiple guests on Fridays. I think we should also smoke weed on Fridays. High days. <laughs> Friday is high day. Every Friday we'll do an age-restricted stream, which I don't think any of our fans are under 18 anyway. This is... Uh, a business guru takedown show is not really targeted at the kids, but um, the fastest yeah. way to get 16 year olds here is to tell them that only 18 year olds can come. Exactly. <laughs> I was looking at my channel analytics. Nobody under 18 watches my channel. Yeah, my Nobody channel under is... 18 watches my channel. My channel's almost <laughs> exclusively like in the like 25 to 34 mm -hmm. age range. Yeah, so yeah. is yeah. mine. Oh, no, I, I, I wasn't saying that like. I was saying like Jake Paul and Logo, like they all talk about that shit oh, too God. because of like their analytics. And I'm just like, yeah, that's because 12 year olds make YouTube accounts and they lie about their age and they say they're 18. If you're if you're getting 20, like they're not gonna lie and say they're 25 to 34, but they, they will I'm say not, they're 18 so they can watch. I'm everything. not flashy enough for kids, and I don't care to be. <laughs> mm. I'm just me. I'm just an old fart. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll do this from now on, y'all. If anyone in the future, I mean, I've got the, my stream yard allows up to 10 people on a stream at once. So anyone who's like, wants to join us on a Friday stream, just DM me at any point and I will, uh, I will send you the link to every Friday stream and we will get high. We'll do Friday wake and bakes together. Especially because Fridays, I always schedule, I have a video premiere and then I edit videos the rest of the day. So getting high in the morning on Friday is really not a problem. And we fell short of our 500 sub goal this week, but I don't think we fell short because we also said we don't want just to chase the numbers. We want to maintain the engagement. So even though we're only at 460, those are 460 people who really want to be here. Exactly. I'm Yeah. Most of, yeah. That feels like a threat. <laughs> you know how to increase your views, wink. Oh, that's, God. That sounds like a threat. Is that a threat? Oh, I think, no. I think my channel is almost at 700 now, so hey, it's taking forever. Well, if we just went on here and just shit on people all day, I bet our views would, would go up. I mean, as long as we're punching up. Like, if we just came <laughs> on here, we, if, we, if, if we redid Grant Cardone Week and we were just like, look at this fucking asshole doing fucking asshole things. Like, I feel like we'd, our views would be okay. Some of these weeks I will want to redo in the future. Like, I definitely want to redo Gwyneth Paltrow week and I want to do more drugs and do more hypnosis and do more, like, really weird things during that week. <laughs> we should actually get people on the streams who are who are experts in those fields. Yeah, like drugs, hypnosis. that's very vague. So are you referring to drugs outside of weed? <laughs> um... If like as long as it wouldn't get my channel taken down for violating terms of service, then yes. But if once the pandemic's over and I'm in Chicago with Savvy and trying it with her there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because then we can go on a rooftop and be Pigeon Man. That's such a good idea. I I think it's I think it's possible to get on top of the roof of my building, so we could probably do that. I snuck on top of a roof of a hotel one time, and then what one were of you my doing friends up there. I snuck up there with a bunch of friends of mine, and then one of my crazy shit-ass drunk friends uh, decided he was going to take a shit off the side of the building. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck? 
So yeah, Eva's Eva's asking over here. She's like, has poop been mentioned yet? Did I miss it? We've talked about a lot of gross things on this stream, Eva. We talked about Mushroom Destroyer's boyfriend trying to pierce his own dick. And, um, and how he uses his I mean it makes sense. Like and how he uses you have his your mouth as a scale for his butthole. <laughs> Is that in the journal? Like, you know when when you're a kid and you get journals for school and it has like the metrics at the front for measuring like oh, this yeah. many inches. Like, Twelve like, inches is one foot, like this one, many buttholes is two one mouth. buttholes is one mouth <laughs> or something. I guess oh, yeah, you're sure like Tony Curse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh god okay <laughs> yeah what i like about this stream is that it's a loose cannon like honestly anything can happen like is are we going to talk about something bundle. really disgusting maybe maybe we're going to talk about something really disgusting maybe we're going to maybe we're going to be very serious and learn valuable lessons today maybe we'll bring on a guest who has expertise in a field maybe we'll bring on a guest who says some really outlandish shit like who knows? We don't know. This is my, my life is outlandish. <laughs> I know too many weird people. Well, you can you can then be the star of this drinking game Fox and Compass recommends called Take a Shot Every Time I Say What the Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really drink though. That's Wait, one what thing. is this movie? Because here's the thing, Bet Marie. Tyler and I have a date night every Friday, and our date <laughs> like, night is to watch a new B movie, and we want to watch the weirdest oh, I love movies movie. possible. Tonight we're going to be watching. We have a couple '80s action movies we're going to watch tonight. Now, what is this movie where that all the like faces that were buttholes and buttholes were mouths? Dude, I need to. I need to see this movie. Whatever it, it sounds is. like that South Park episode. I remember that episode, yeah, but like so if this is a whole it. movie, like it's as animated in, in in hyper stylized South Park format is one thing, but as like an actual movie, was it like a live action movie? Because that would be wild. Like some human centipede shit. <laughs> yeah, I okay, I will check this out. There's been times where I um I've considered like, should I start doing bad movie, like B movie reviews on my channel? Because that's my, one of my favorite, other than like business guru takedown and anti MLM, the only, my other favorite genre to watch on YouTube, which is what got me invested in watching YouTube in the first place is reviews of B movies. And like, I love bad movies. So I much. love, I love, I watch so many channels now that do breakdowns of these. That's like my favorite thing to watch. And I'm like, should I start doing them? And I'm I like, vote, no. I vote. Because I'm at the point now, guys, I'm at the point where watching shitty movies and becoming, like, being part of the shitty movie fandoms out there in the cult movie world and that kind of thing is my literally my only non-monetized hobby. It's literally, mm. like, the only thing that I legitimately love doing that has no tie to my career. So I'm like, you know what? I need to just keep that. I need to just keep that for what it is and not try to bring my work into it because now it can be exclusively for fun forever. Mm -hmm. That's pure. something me and my boyfriend were talking about doing like reactions to like bad movies or I have like weird shit that I want to show him on YouTube that he hasn't seen. <laughs> There's a Tyler and I have done a couple. We did um well, we did a video that ended up getting taken down oh, two years after it was posted, which is a shame. We reviewed some really bad Canadian Christmas movies. Oh, we uh, found some Christmas romances that were all directed by a guy named Justin Dick. 
And we reviewed Justin Dick's Christmas. Dick Flicks. I remember those. Yeah, we called Yeah, RK watched it because this was a back when he was like one of my only subscribers on my channel and he was leaving mm -hmm. me lots of comments and was the only supporter I had. Only but we support. made this video called the Dick Flick Cinematic Universe and we reviewed all these movies really in depth and it was really fun. And then the one we did that actually got some views was when we reviewed Rachel Hollis's Made for More documentary. So mm -hmm. I'd be willing to do more movie reviews with him if we are reviewing like something relevant to the other things. Like if we review like Betting on Zero or if we review like uh, uh, Eric Worre's documentary. Um, yeah, we already did the Made for More one. That's where the Life Happens 3U joke originated. You know, where, you know a great place to get B-movies is the Dollar Tree. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have a collection between that and my old B-movies I got from Blockbuster clearance bins back in the day. <laughs> yeah, we have our B-movie collection. The last week I, st I spent time organizing them into what order I would show them to, like, movie normies. Mm -hmm. Like... Like, uh, I'm talking about, like, if I, like, want to show them to my parents or Tyler's parents or something, like, and we wanted to get them invested in our weird movie hobby, like, what order would we show them to people in? Because some of them, you can't start with, like, some of because, like, people will be like, why, what? It's like, you have to, like, almost understand how weird these movies can get and, like, be the room. into it. Start to start with oh the room. No, we don't start with the room. My dad is not ready for the room because oh I did try God. to show him the room and he was like, you need to turn this off. This is so stupid. I cannot handle this. But he will get <laughs> to the room because what we started with is the movie Roar starring starring Tippi Hedren and Noel Marshall. Um, do Disaster movie. Artist first so he can get invested in the room and then do the room. No, dude. No, dude. You start with Roar. because I, I will show them the Disaster Artist. That's actually probably a good Because that's yeah, a good movie, too. The problem with the Disaster Artist, dude, is, like, it's a it's a funny movie to watch, but, like, the book is, like, has an impact on society. The book, like, has deep messages that are, like, for real. Like, the movie Don't just guilt me for enjoying the movie. No, I'm not. I'm just saying you also should read the book. And also, you should watch the movie Dolomite is My Name. That's it's that's very, on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, Dolomite is my name is fantastic. It's very has a lot of similar like elements as the disaster artist in terms of what it covers, but it's very clear that when Eddie Murphy made this movie, he made it out of a place of like legitimate respect for Rudy Ray Moore's work and contribution to the B movie world. It's very yeah. good. I've watched it a bunch of times. That. It's so good. It's so well, good. We, we, we can have that be one of our movie nights if you, it, when you want to watch a movie together. I, I, I've been doing Ghibli movies with AG lately for friend movies. Aww. Yeah, we should have a movie night. We should watch some movies this weekend. We should watch some Hey Arnold. We should watch some B I finally finished The Jungle. Our, our Arnold finds his parents. They're alive. He finds them. <laughs> and everyone who watched the show, now you know. I think Arnold's parents being alive. Arnold's parents being revealed to be alive and the Pigeon Man being revealed to be alive. I think was was stupid. I think hey Arnold yeah. was soft. Don't don't point. group the pigeon man with Arnold's parents. Like a part of Arnold's core character was being an orphan. Pigeon man was a side character for one episode. Dude, part of no, part of Arnold's journey was watching a man commit suicide in front of his very eyes. Dude, no. Arnold was a nine-year-old kid who watched the pigeon man jump off the roof. And, and that, that hit me hard. Okay, well, now that we've established that magical realism exists in the Hey Arnold universe. How many I ghosts are there again? Like three? Yeah. I, I forgot <laughs> how many ghosts. I thought that the Four-Eyed Jack reveals himself to Gerald, so we know it's not just one person I watch a lot of cartoon either. review channels, and I've watched a lot of different reviewing of Hey Arnold stuff. And yeah, there, it, there's weird... There's like three or four different ghosts. We need to and... get back down the Hey Arnold train, apparently. On Hulu. 
Dude, yeah. Hey Arnold is fantastic. I also, Passover. It's one this of those weekend. shows. Oh yeah, we got it. We're gonna watch Rugrats Passover. Oh yeah. my goodness! Season the three, Rugrats Passover special is I, so excited. As a kid, I was that. so I was so upset that I wasn't Jewish as a kid because I would Same. Watch, I would watch the Rugrats Passover special and be like, oh, "This is remember, so cool." Remember Butt Ugly Martians? Oh, dude, oh I my remember God. Butt Ugly Martian. It had, it had the best theme song. The best theme song. The best theme song. I don't want to get our stream taken down for playing <laughs> it. Like the time that we played the Degrassi theme song and our stream got taken down. Womp womp. So, yeah, y'all, just, just trust us. It's a great theme song. It's a great for, theme song. For a show that did not last as long as it should. Actually, I mean, yeah, a lot I, of those old shows, old animated shows had good theme songs. Jimmy Neutron's theme song was good. Uh, Mr. Meat? Mr. Meaty? Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. That show was weird. No, my favorite weird show was Angela Anaconda. And yes. I'm pretty sure that one was Canadian. Yeah, yeah it was. It's a Angela Anaconda fed into my eating disorder. As a kid, I was just so oh, no. jealous that I was not as skinny as this cartoon newspaper she's, creature. Yeah, character. I was going to say she's literally paper thin. She's literally <laughs> a piece of paper, but I was just like, damn, I wish I looked like Angela Anaconda. Mm. She's so perfect, which is stupid because all the things like Barbies never gave me body image issues. None of the like stereotypical like pretty girl toys, none of those gave me any issues because that's all fiction. But Angela Anaconda, I connect with and i was like i want to and then if i show her to tyler he's like this is the ugliest thing i've ever seen you wanted to look like this you wanted to look like a newspaper collage flat 2d oh. cut out like yes i did i did so bad and i absolutely that, love angela and anaconda and with that we are approaching 10 o'clock. I got to get going, but I don't want the stream to end just because I'm gone. So no, if y'all want to keep talking. No, I do think we should wrap up because I have a video premiere in an hour. And oh, no, it's Nini Dude, yeah, absolutely. Guys, we need to do streams like this again next Friday. So if anyone wants to come on for the Friday Wake and Bake Party, which we will keep, that's what we'll keep from Joe Rogan <laughs> Week. And I will continue to eat elk meat. That's what we're going to continue, continue with. Next week, we're going to live like Tim Ferriss and eat chili for breakfast every day. Uh, and read his book, The Four Hour Work Week, which is so full of guru bullshit at her. <laughs> Oh and God. almost four, and well, no, over three x like the amount of time to read that book than to do his work week. Right, yeah. right. Well, I'm playing it on double speed, and I'm listening to it, and he's very much like, I started this business, and then I started this business, and then I started mm -hmm. this business, and all his businesses from the beginning were like services for other businesses, even the ones he started yeah. like as a teenager. And I'm like, dude, you just like have wanted to be a guru so bad your whole life, and I'm glad you accomplished it. I'm glad you you reached oh, that like level. Ed yeah. from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. He's always yeah. trying to make his million dollars. But he yeah. sells products. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he sells lemonade. He hustles. Yeah. His he's more Gary Vee. He's like automating. <laughs> he automates everything. And yeah. then it's like lives his life. And I'm just like, cool. That's great. Like, what do you enjoy your work though? <laughs> money, please. Uh, Tim Ferriss' whole money, thing is you don't money. need to enjoy your work. You just need to work less and then not do anything else. And so that's what we're, we're going to live his life. We're reading his book. We'll review it. It'll be great. Uh, I'll see y'all next week for Tim Ferriss week. And then we'll have Marie Kondo week. And then the week after that is still up in the air. We don't know who it's going to be yet. Um, but we will see y'all then. Thank you so much to Gail and to Mushroom Destroyer for coming onto this channel. Do not forget to subscribe to both of them on YouTube. And TikTok. I, and on TikTok. Gail is, Gail is Sparkle Bard Gail on yes. TikTok. And she's and fabulous. 
yeah and on instagram so y'all thank you so much for being here i will see y'all in an hour on my main channel savvy rates books where we will uh bash rachel hollis for trying to run a conference in the pandemic and don't forget to support small businesses i'll see you in an hour bye friends bye